In the beginning, there was fun on the radio. Then the radio industry fell victim to corporate America and venture capitalist bankers who marched in with their research and up to their armpits in debt and turned the radio band into a wasteland of cookie cutters. Faceless, sound-alike stations who completely lost touch with the people they were meant to serve. Then there were two voices that cried out in the wilderness, faint at first, but becoming louder with every passing ratings book. It's okay to have fun again, to give the people what they really want to hear, and not treat them like a sea of mindless followers who have no choice in their radio entertainment. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. It is seven minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba Show from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Thank you for being with us today. Things you need to know. Will of Me could spin at any time today on the program. Wednesday Bible Study is back at noon today. Uh, part 12 of our series, The Unsaved Christian. And today we take on the home of cultural Christianity, the Bible Belt. Faith, family, and football. Uh, we'll talk about that uh, today on Wednesday's uh, Bible Study, live at noon uh, from the Broadcast Plaza on our YouTube channel, then archived soon after to the YouTube channel and podcast channel, and then we'll also have links on all of our social media platforms as well. Uh, so, uh, And if you are receiving Chinese jewelry uh, in the mail that turns out to be packs of seeds, we'll talk to one of the ag commissioners out of the state of Alabama, Rick Pate, to say, hey, what, what, what do we need to do with these seeds? Uh, uh, so that that's coming up on the program as well. Uh, so uh, all that's still to come. We've got some good questions, too. If you have a particular question you would like to address uh, with a commissioner, go ahead and email it to us. We'll try to work it in. All right. To the world of sports, uh, it's it's kind of uh, – I don't know what to do, your 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 range of emotions. You you look over and you see sports acting like we're going to have it, but then over here you think to yourself, there's no way we're going to have it. I mean, and, and it's just uh, – you know, I mean, hey, you be careful because if you start thinking you have something, I mean, that's when you're going to really mess it up. You're going to what? Really messy it up. So, um, Joe Burrow, uh, I thought all this was done. Is he, are we just now getting his deal done? I guess so. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, Joe Burrow, everybody's favorite rookie uh, with the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, they have now agreed to a $36.1 million rookie contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, says that he's expected to receive the entirety of his $23.9 million signing bonus within 15 days of an executed contract. Oh, yeah. Man. How about that? How about that deposit? Boy. Huh? It's time for the new car. Uh, an issue that I'll never have to be concerned with. What, <laughs> how do you deposit something yeah, like that? I'm not sure. <laughs> you, you start calling people pretty quick, don't you? Uh, but that, you to me. You spread it around. To me, yeah. that's, uh, that's what I was looking for. Because, honestly, these numbers, they mean something. But if you bomb out or whatever, you're never going to get it all. But the fact right. that he's going to get 23.9. No matter what. Within 15 days, that's bravo. bravo. Only in America. Only in America. Bravo. So, uh, Joe Burrow, well done. You know what you did? You had your opportunity. You, you were given a senior year to make something happen, and by golly, you did. Yeah. And we yeah. were talking in the kickoff hour about timing and how important it is. Oh, timing's everything. So, he yeah. gets he gets yeah. the, the co-offensive coordinator coming in that's in charge of the passing game that changes LSU's yeah. offense completely. Yep. Right, and, to a, right to a national championship. Right. And then he beats COVID like the guys brought up. 
you know, it gets the season yeah. in. Yeah. Because if it lands been, on this season. Yeah. You know. I mean, no yeah, way. Because junior yeah. year, he would have been mid-round probably. Yeah. yeah. He would have gone, like you said, but he was four, five, six maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, over to the Chargers. Hello, uh, Joey Boza. Uh, he has agreed to a contract extension that will now make him, wow, the highest-paid defensive player in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you think of Chargers, you don't really are, think of that, you know. But he, but he got after legit. it last year. Yeah. Well, look, yeah. the Bosa brothers, they go. Yeah. What a family. And what a family. And then his brother's with San, 49ers, yeah, yeah. San Francisco. Really Here a Bosa, there a Bosa. Everywhere a Bosa, Bosa. You when know, I, I first read it, I thought that's who they were talking about. Yeah. I thought he somehow was a Charger Was he, was now, he a so. rookie last year? Yeah, I think so. So he's only been in the league. Guys, again, let me give, you, good. Hey, let me give you the numbers here. Maybe. Uh, mm, so these are people I love familiar with the deal. Uh, they said it's a five-year extension. It's worth $135 million. And here come the numbers that we want to know. Includes $78 million guaranteed at oh. signing. So wow. basically he's got 78. Guaranteed at 78. signing. 78. Wow. And then, and then there's another 102. That's enough to buy a baseball team. And then $102 million overall. I don't follow the Chargers, <laughs> I guess, because I knew. I remember when they drafted yeah. him, I think he was hurt early. But mm-hmm. evidently he's done really well for them. Yeah. For them I thought this was of, his third year maybe, but maybe it's his about, second. You're talking about the – I'm, th- I'm talking about uh, the one we're talking about here. Oh, no, that's the, the this older Bozo. one. Yeah. Is, is it? There's an older one. This, this okay. is younger Bozo. The younger one's at okay. 49ers. You're right. It may have been – last year may have been his second. That's year. true. Because yeah. this, yeah. this, yeah. this one's the older one. <clears throat> so it could be his third then. No, this one's probably more than that. He's oh, you think been, even more than that? Yeah, he probably mm-hmm. been Nick's with a 49 four years. Okay. Think about – I'm confusing my Bozos. Yeah, it's easy. This is the first Bozo. Nick's on the left. Yeah. There you okay. go. Joe is the first one to come on Ohio State, and his yeah. brother coming in right in behind him. I, um, I know y'all did, had brother fights, and your dad would say, look, I, y'all can fight, just take it oh, outside. Can you it. imagine those fights? Oh, my gosh. Growing up. up. Huh? Now, now, let me tell you what's going on now. Those up. puberty fights? Oh. This, is, this is how it would go. <laughs> get hurt. This is how it would go. Greg would, as soon as this came <laughs> out, Greg would get a get a, a text from me. Hey, did you see my new deal? How <laughs> <laughs> you like that new deal I got? Now, what what are you? What are they paying you? Send that back to. Them. Yeah, <laughs> how's the Niners doing? <laughs> so this essentially is the Manning family on the defensive yeah. side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. I think their dad okay. played. He did, yeah. no doubt. Yeah. And how about the defensive? You're end? Right, the is. defensive ends are. are Getting shown some love. Didn't Miles Garrett just get a hundred oh, million? Did. Or yes, something? he did. Yeah. And look, he, I mean, he got suspended last year for crushing somebody with a helmet. <laughs> well, if you if you remember, <laughs> still got a big, still got a big contract, right? But you know how the game has changed. The game the, over the time, the game changes, and different positions are now looking for different things. Mm-hmm. Now you remember, like in the Ravens and all that. That that was that era, Alabama in college, where they would just put gigantic people in the middle. Well, now they're going to, especially on the ends, these no athletic, edge. leaner yes. guys that can they can get on that edge and come on right now. The freak, yeah, and that's uh, that's he yeah, was ahead of his time. Yes, now that yes, style of defensive end is what everybody's looking for, and if you can find one, you'll write a check because you know what they do. They're going to put a little pressure. It's a QB league, so guess what you need to do? Put a little pressure. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, endanger the, the other the other QB. Yeah. yeah. So also, and then this weird story we can't figure out: what is Patrick Mahomes doing? Uh, <laughs> it, it, they're saying he's become he is he's becoming part owner of the Kansas City Royals. Well, he just signed this big contract, oh uh, the largest in team sports history. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, the story I saw yesterday, it wasn't really clear, and they were they were kind of speculating: is he buying part of the Royals? Or was he given part of the Royals? It's like an honorary doctorate. No yeah, pun intended. Really. Yeah, uh, yeah, the, like yeah. I mean, no, honor, <laughs> honestly, I think that they just say, we want to make you a co-owner. We're going, 
You know, so if you're going to be in Kansas City for a long everything time. Everything I saw yesterday said he purchased a stake, which means he had to buy something. Yeah, now, whether he did that or not, I don't know. But the way they were selling it yesterday was he purchased something in regards to the Royals. Yeah, and I was looking for that in this story, but it's just almost like a little bite. It doesn't mm-hmm. have that in here. Yeah, the one I saw was totally up. They were like trying to figure out, did he buy? Was he given? Because there wasn't an amount. There wasn't a share total given. Uh, but, but the story was there that he's going to be in the ownership group. His quote doesn't really tell you either. I'm honored to become a part owner of the Kansas City Royals. I love this city and the people of this great town until I don't do well and they hate me and I leave. Uh, this, this, this opportunity allows me to deepen my roots in the community, which is something I'm excited to do. Now, remember, he's a he's a baseball player, too. He yeah. played in high school, was very successful. Uh, ended His up dad choosing, was a pro ball player. Yeah, Ooh, I football. Yeah. And then on the other end of the spectrum, Rick, you've got all the Patriots dropping out, saying they're not – Hightower being the latest, saying he's opting out of the 2020 season. Uh, I think he is the sixth, fifth or sixth? Fifth. I can't, fifth. Uh, five uh, off of the Patriots, Patriots, that they're saying that, that they're not uh, coming back. And other teams have it, like, uh, I guess um, – Andre who Smith. Who is it? And Funches with the uh, Packers says he's opting out because of family's health. And, and, yeah. and so you've got family members that you might not want to expose, and then Greg read a list of – yeah. Of um, how does that work with your elements contract? that you might have? It I says guess. there's if you have underlying conditions, you get like was it say three hundred fifty? Three hundred fifty, yeah. yeah. And if you just are just playing, but you don't have conditions, I think you get a hundred fifty uh, bonus. I mean, not bonus, advance off your twenty twenty one salary. So yeah. I, I, I I'm still on the team. I still have my contract, but I'm not going to get paid for this year other That's than right. what you just said. Well, it's yeah. a, it's a special exemption. I'm, I'm definitely they, taking a pay cut if I got a good yeah, deal. That yeah. they negotiated for this year. Okay. You know, we're under different rules for this year. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's come back. Uh, what's on the mind of the people? Uh, all 10 lines are available. We'll chat with you at 866 We Be Big, and then you can decide what direction you want the show to go. You ask a question, you make a comment, you bring up a topic. Uh, it totally belongs to you. Handle with care. The show is yours, and we'll talk to you when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Yep, yep, yep. When you hear the music, you know it's time. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Lines are available, and we are ready to chat with you. And because we're 10 lines strong, there's plenty of room. So uh, we get a bigger sample of folks. So dial in right now. The real Greg Burgess is on the phone. So you got you know how he is. So he's going to be he's just going to don't try to be chatty with him. Uh, just uh, 866-WE-BE-BIG. You make a comment. You ask a question. At the end of 30 seconds, the buzzer sounds. Your time on the program comes to a close. We move to another caller. That means not only. Uh, is there a lot of room for you right now? If you're standing in line, we start clearing them out pretty quick, so we'll get to you quickly. Uh, let's start with uh, Clayton out of Andalusia. Got us on 107.7. Hey, Clayton, you got 30 seconds. Go right ahead. Hey, hey, this is Dickie Nadmire. I just want to say the reason Hightower's not playing is because of one Cam Newton going vegan. Rotad. <laughs> and Hightower's not going to play with a vegan. I mean... Ain't nobody play for the Tide going to play for a vegan. Why do you think uh, so many Patriots are opting out as opposed to – I mean, that's the headline today. And I don't know how many, say, Dallas has got or whatever, but the Patriots certainly have got several key players. Can I answer that? Yeah. We win so many. Mm -hmm. We've done everything you could possibly do in the NFL. We're we're bored. 
Do you why, think, why do we want to play a COVID season? Yeah, mm-hmm. Do you think they're just tired because, I mean, they play until the Super Bowl every year, seems right. like. Yeah. You know, other teams get to quit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you were a team that said, man, this was the year we thought we were going to win it. My goodness, a lot of them have won so many. I mean – well, I think they're yeah. going through a reset, reboot, mm-hmm. right. and, yeah. and they're exactly. who wants to be a part of that. And if Hightower you, was with the Chiefs, he'd be playing. Yeah, and then okay. you then you put it on COVID. And you're like, not only were we going to struggle, now we're really going to struggle. Yeah, and who knows what the season's going to be like? It's going to be a bip. So uh, <laughs> it's be a bip. I, I just think they have a higher standard of what they want to experience. Uh, Richard in Montgomery, I ninety two WLWI. Go ahead. Just want to let you know, Sunday morning I got up. And uh, took my Raycon earbuds that I just got in the mail and uh, laid back on my pillow. I've got a king-size fur in my pillow. Come on. I put those Raycon buds in. And, buddy, let me tell you what, good stuff. Highly impressed. Sound good. Sounded real good. Deep bass. I, I recommend the earbuds and, of course, the my pillow, which I've had for five years. And it's still just as fluffy and firm as brand new. How about when you have the Raycom earbuds uh, yeah. on the my pillow? Oh yeah, he had it like he oh, liked. I see. You don't I, get any better than that. I like those Raycons too. They're real comfortable, and, and you know how that I like when something looks like it's, yeah. it's high quality, but yeah. uh, but a much better price too. So I'm glad you love them. They're they're hey. really getting in the market at a great price point for what that is. Now, right? if you hate bass, that might not be for you, right? Yeah, but I like the bass. I do too. John in Montgomery, bring the bass, Rick. I ninety two WLWI. John, go ahead. Yes, sir. Have y'all heard anything about what type of seeds this is? This what? is Chinese turnip or a Chinese fruit, grass, or what? Have anybody said what kind of no. seeds well, that they're sending? We're going to try to get to the bottom of it. We have uh, the Agricultural Commissioner, Rick Pate, for Alabama. Uh, going to be on the show in a little while, and we're going to try to answer, ask those questions. Yeah, he'll be on in less than an hour, so we'll, we'll ask him those. But, I, no, I haven't heard anybody identify what these seeds are yet. But as soon as we can get uh, some kind of information, and maybe he'll have some for us yeah, today. Yeah. We'll see. Let me give you all real quick before you go to the next call some high tower facts here. Back to the Patriots. Mm-hmm. He's expected to make $8 million this year. He's on the last year of his contract. That's now going to move to 2021. His mom was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, uh, I guess, when was it? I forget when it was. Anyway, he's got a foundation that raises money for the American Diabetes Association. So I'm assuming that's kind of why – he, he picked this. And then Chung, who is the safety, the latest two also say he's not playing, is expecting his second child. And that's the two reasons why they say they're going to opt out of this year. Karen, uh, you're on 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hi. Um, I'm a nurse practitioner headed to work right now. And, you know, we're pretty essential, but teachers are essential. They just need to put on a mask, go in the classroom, teach wash their hands when they're leaving, change their clothes, take a shower when you get home, and they need to go to work and teach. They amen. are essential. Amen. Yeah, yeah we, uh, You get an amen from Helms. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I think if, <laughs> if we look at the, you know, our, the things that we need, I don't know how you don't deem them as essential. Well, and it starts a chain reaction, too, because mm-hmm. then you have parents that are going to miss work, and, mm-hmm. you know, it just yeah. it starts – well, I mean, there's, there are the people. The dominoes start falling. Yeah, there are people that say if 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 we don't have school, then we've got to make decisions on which which parent will now not work and, mm-hmm. and probably won't have their job. People don't just let you not work for a year and come on back, usually. Yeah, the NFL's an exception. Right, yeah. In this, uh, <laughs> Chad in Ozark. Chad, 30 seconds. Go right ahead. Yeah, going back to the Bill Belichick and the Patriots thing, uh, reports are saying that uh, he's tanking to get Trevor Lawrence. So, thoughts on that? Thanks. 
Oh, I hadn't heard that. Uh, I don't, no, I have. That's yeah. all. That's all that's out there, and I just that. don't believe. No, that. I think they're. Po- I think they're trying to position themselves to get Trevor Lawrence, or there's a couple more quarterbacks I'm not familiar with that they're trying to get. But <clears throat> these players are making the decisions to sit out. Yeah, they're not. It's hard for me to believe. Anytime you bring up tanking to a coach or – No. Anytime you bring up tanking to a coach or an administrator in the front office who has actually been on the football side of things, they get fighting mad. Oh, yeah. No. You hear yeah. tanking from people like Colin Cowherd and all these you know, blowhards on that don't have anything else to talk about. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no I, way. Well, I, look, I think no it would be a, like dumping water on the witch in the Wizard of Oz. I think he would just he would he would just yeah. melt to nothing if you brought yeah, up yeah. But these yeah. true competitors. They they it's not in their DNA to tank. No. Yeah, no. So so you're saying that Coach Belichick would actually go in this scenario, yeah. okay, in this fantasy world, go to High Tower and go, Hey, I know you're going to make eight million this year, but will you take three fifty? And lean on your mom having type two diabetes, so we can get Trevor Lawrence next yeah, year. That don't make sense. Yeah, coach, I'll go along with that. No. How, I think how Trevor Lawrence will be, be a great pick, just like uh, Burroughs has been a great pick. But I don't think it's going to be change the league. You know, no. uh, uh, not the, right the only person that that's really changed the league <clears throat> was not a number one draft pick. No, if you look down of, of history of it, mm-hmm. yeah. the goat was in what round six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The goat and it's really a big gamble, man. Mm-hmm. It, you know, <clears throat> the Patriots have two options. Cam's either going to get it together or they're going to give, uh, uh, you know, uh, what's the other quarterback from Auburn? What's his name? Um, Stedham. 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 I didn't, Speedy was giving me I a know, hold he, up. He like, wanted you don't, to hold up. Don't, don't, I was just going, I'm going to hold <laughs> up, too. And, and I, I just couldn't let it go. I had to help you. <laughs> look at it, it looked like if, you were about to come Cam, up with it. If Cam doesn't, if Cam doesn't produce, uh, Stedham will be in there pretty quick, I imagine. Belichick's not going to play around. He just, that ain't his DNA. <laughs> he's, he's not a season tanker, for no, sure. No, no. Diane in Tennessee. Diane, go ahead. Hi, guys. Uh, listen, just wondered, did anybody notice yesterday when um, Joe Biden was talking that he pulled out a list and called on specific reporters? And then he also told one of them to cut down the mic because it was buzzing. And I figured, well, he's probably got a, a ear in his ear and Obama's probably telling him what to say. <laughs> well, yeah, the big story we did last hour was that he, um, he had Kamala Harris on his notes for some reason. So we'll come back. Uh, phones are still lit up, so we'll, we'll work through some more of your calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll look at anything else we need to gather. So if you're on hold, hang with us. Uh, we'll be back and try to get into some more of your phone calls and topics that are on your mind today. Uh, you got the Rick and Bubba show. Stay updated with everything going on with us at rickandbubba.com. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The 35 minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Continuing with the people. Uh, a little heads up, we talked about this yesterday. You know, a lot of us are spending more time at home trying to do our part uh, to get on the other side of COVID-19. And it gets I know it gets frustrating, but, uh, you know, we, we're, we're going into the Rick and Bubba store with some new items. We had the beach towel kick off if you are getting down to the lake or to the beach a little bit to get outside. Uh, we got the... Uh, the old bucket hat for those of you that were looking for a floppy sun hat. Got that? Those are doing great. Great. And now, if you're at home playing cards, there's a deck of cards that have the Rick and Bubba logo on them. It's Rick and Bubba deck of cards. And today, the Rick and Bubba 200 piece puzzle is in the Rick and Bubba store. <laughs> I yeah. ordered some beach towels, a bucket hat, and uh, some playing cards yep. this week. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we have there's the playing cards right there. If you're watching on YouTube. 
And there's the Rick and Bubba puzzle that you put together, 200 piece. It's the whole uh, anim- animated uh, team photo. Love it. So you can go through that and enjoy that at home with the kids. Uh, and these are just some little knick-knack, paddywhack things you can pick up. we got some other stuff that will be coming uh, all the way through the Christmas season. So look for new things to be added to the Rick and Bubba store. So if you haven't got those, go get those. You know, I don't do puzzles, but I'd like to have that puzzle and frame it. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, all me, you know I you can't know. stand puzzles. Oh, I know. Yeah, my wife loves puzzles, so she's excited about us getting one. I like uh, problems to solve, you yeah. know, electronically. That's, mm. you know, that's my puzzle. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like like we, we've we found out that I've, I've, I've now discovered there's no issue that of all the different Ricks, when it comes down to this kind of stuff, capitalism, free market, Rick always wins. Yeah. You know, do I like puzzles? I don't. Right. But I know a lot of people do. Do I want to sell masks? I don't. But I know a lot of people want them. Mm-hmm. And we should have those here in probably another – Five Care- days or so. Careful. Well, we'll see. I don't know. I know, know but people start emailing me. Okay. Uh, so let's uh, um, let's go to Lisa in Georgia. Lisa, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Uh, I'd start like to start off by saying I love the show. Thank you very much. I love the show. And um, I heard Helms this morning talking, and I want to say, Helms, I agree with you 100%. Um, I'm a parapro in the school system, and I most definitely want to go back. I think we should go back. Uh, I have no problem with it. Um, I'm not afraid. I think we should go back, and I am not one bit opposed about going back to work. I want to go back. Okay. Well, there, well, there you go. Uh, and it's different opinions on it, and I know it's it's difficult, to, and, and I, I don't like when I find myself in this situation, especially when I have family members who are teachers and are right here on the front lines, and there's there's varied opinions even among them. Uh, you know, to be that person that's sitting in the stands and will be unaffected by it because none of my kids are in school. I've got one in college, uh, but that's not as big a deal. Uh, I'm not a teacher. I'm not going to have to put myself in that situation. So um, I, I certainly understand that. But you get down to kind of the common sense logic of it all. And if you look at things that we've deemed in our society to be essential, it's really, really hard to make the case that when people decide to be classroom teachers, that they're not in that essential category, uh, as as we've put many other things. I, I think that's a difficult case to make. Uh, and uh, and there and there and like we did with our economy, there's the negative side of of shutting things down that also has to be weighed, as we've said many times, on that balance sheet. Yeah, you you don't see that. You remember, and people forget this. Remember the guy that was worth twenty five million dollars that jumped off the top of the building because he was going crazy from being mm. yeah. you know. Having to stay locked up, right? Twenty five million dollars in the bank, and he jumps, right? I well, mean, that, that, those kind of things are right. just, and you, you, that one makes headlines. But there's a lot of other ones that that people are having issues with. You don't hear about, yeah. and relationship strain. I mean, it's just, it's not our natural social environment. Yeah, and, and can can we educate children as well online in a elementary school, middle school, high school format as we can in the classroom? And uh, with all the different systems out there and all the different sizes and schools, and, and I think the answer is no. I mean, based on people who experienced it as teachers and people who experienced it with children who are students at the end of last year, uh, I think the virtual learning for a lot of students left a lot to be desired. And I will say this, I think that was because they didn't think this was going to continue. They were like, hey, we right, just yeah. kind of band-aided it. Yeah. I think they could pull it off if they get the proper training. If But the you still have the issue of moms and dads still needing to be at home. No, That's no. not going away. No, you're right. Um, like I say, you're, 
you're you're saying to people your income whatever one spouse brings in that income's going away because you can't leave your child at home in front of a computer if they're a certain age i mean you, you can't no you so can't. now so now you have people who said i raised my kids when they got school age i went back to work or maybe i've never been able to not work just because of our financial situation as a as a husband and a wife well you know, there's a there's a lot of negative sides to saying we're not going to do the classroom format. And then when you see the numbers, I mean, I'm just talking about nobody wants to be in this situation. No. But the numbers continue to show kind of what John MacArthur said in California. He's at war with California about not having church is that church is essential in so many ways. I mean, he said, I'm on the phone with people as they're dying. Because nobody let me go visit church members who are mm-hmm. dying. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 talking to them on the phone as they die, and and so when you take on these kinds of vocations, you 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 have this is a call on your life, and mm-hmm. I, I would say if if you're not called to be a teacher, you shouldn't be one anyway. I don't want people in the classroom not called to be yeah. there. It's yeah. one of those yeah. jobs that it is a calling, right? And um, so I think you kind of you know the numbers show that as far as your life being in danger. It it really isn't. No, it's not. Yeah, and uh, so that's... I'd like to stop using that excuse. Yeah. Yeah. I know a few teachers, and every not, one not of them... Not by the numbers. I, no, no. Everyone I've, I, I've come across, they want to go back. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You yeah. know, I mean, I haven't really talked to any that don't, but it just seems like that's... Well, there's a silent the majority out there. The, no, yeah, there yeah, are, yeah, there yeah. are yeah. definitely... And some you've got vulnerable... Say it. <clears throat> Vulnerable, vulnerable, Vul- yeah. Everybody? Teachers that are that are older, <laughs> vulnerable. <laughs> yeah. You know, and 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 I understand they, there's different situations, but as a whole, I mean, there's nothing like learning in the classroom at, at all. Well, and around parts of our planet, there are kids currently going back to school. They've been in school for months, and they're not passing it on to teachers. No, you're right. That the, we, I mean, that's, that's some how, have already started. Now we're hiding that for some reason, yeah. but that's actually well, we're, we're, that's, we're that's hiding true. a lot of stuff. We for are. Some reason. Yeah. We are. Yeah. It, it, but we're what leaning I, on things that are not true. Right. Well, it's just like you said other er, earlier. Hey, Hams. Follow the sign. Well, that's you, it, Bubba. you said you said earlier, and I thought it was a great line where we somebody will come through COVID and get on the other side of it, and you start patting them on the back, and this guy that you guys were talking about said. Oh, I don't think I need to have a parade. I did what happens to ninety nine point nine percent of the people. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I, I got on the other side of it, so it wasn't some huge accomplishment, you know. The the uh, so I, I understand it's, but and the other thing is, you're really in a bind if you're a teacher that the Alabama and our state, the high school association, you have people who teach classes that are they've been doing workouts with hundred over a hundred athletes. Some of them two hundred. Yeah, some of them two hundred and something athletes. And they've been doing it with no problem, uh, and 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 so th- they're teachers too, most all of them. That's right. And, and so, uh, I mean, there's a couple of coaches out there have that sweet deal that all they do is coach. <laughs> but um, but a lot of them are. I mean, they're still in that same. So they're 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 at risk, but you you're not you you think you're at a higher risk than they are. I mean, so so I don't know. Uh, I don't have the answers, but I I go back to this. There's certain things that you decide to do for a living that are a call. Mm-hmm. And they're essential, uh, and you, you know, essential people usually usually are called on in difficult situations. Uh, we continue. That's that, where you get the term essential. That, that, that's that's, it, a, that's, a, that's, a whole, that's the whole thing that means. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to uh, to Carl and Jasper. Carl, Carl, go ahead. Carl, go ahead. Hey, Rick and Bubba. Um, 
long-time listener, big-time fan. Thank um, you. But I had a quick question. Um, when I when I graduated high school in 2005, I joined the Navy and moved off. And I, I came back in 2013, and uh, because of my job now, I got to start listening to the first hour of the show, and I'd never heard the introduction that you do for Bubba in the morning. Never heard that in all I, those years. Huh. I, I I'd never heard it in all the years I'd been listening until I moved back down here. And I was just curious, where did that come from? I mean, because it's awesome, and it makes my morning on the way home every morning. I just wanted you to know that. But I was just curious, where did it come from? It it really came from Bubba started out on the show as a character that would come by a couple times during the week and do good old boy theater. Uh, And then when we started expanding into more commentary, and so I started. We started trying to come up with the way when I would bring him in. How would I introduce him? And I remember sitting down, Bubba, and I think you wrote it down on a piece of paper. And I we think we talked up. about it at lunch mm-hmm. one day. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and and for a long time, I had a little piece of paper I'd have her in front of me. How many but, times can we say we've worked at it at lunch? It was yeah. it was supposed to be this monumental introduction to the engineer who would now read Shakespeare. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that's kind of where it started, and it just stuck. And so yeah, we just kept. We doing. don't even know where all of it came from. Right. So we we, we just kept on. <laughs> To Paul in Alabama. Paul, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, good morning. I want to uh, change the subject a little bit here. Sure. Uh, which, which, which do you think will happen first? Dr. Fauci throwing a strike, hmm. Bubba Wallace winning a race, or hell freezing over? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I got to say, I'm leaning hell right now. <laughs> <laughs> Cold winter, dead ahead. <laughs> I love how he said he wanted to change the subject. Yeah. <laughs> As if that changed it. Yeah. Uh, um, Bill, go ahead. Roadkill. Bill? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm here. Go ahead. All right, Dan. Um, yeah, I was thinking that uh, football helmets have the face guard. You could put a clear shield on the top for the eyes and modify the mask out there to the face shield. And have room to have, have a little ticker on top where it'll make the, the breath go down. But, you know, there's, there's ways to play football with something on your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's been some talk about the Shields and, uh, and them helping some. By the way, have you seen this? Because we, we have them at church. Have you seen the Shield people? They don't do the mask. Oh, yeah, they got the yeah. full-blown yeah. shield. I've seen pictures. I haven't seen one yeah. in person. i got to tell you, when you have to sit there through a sermon with a mask on, I'll take that shield because yeah. I can breathe under there pretty hey, a little when bit. When it gets colder, I'm going to have to go motorcycle helmet. Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> Keep your ears warm. Uh, we'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Here we go. Eight minutes to the top of the hour. Relief Factor and the Rick and Bubba Show teaming up. And I love getting the emails like George from Arkansas said, look, I'm an architect, still draw with a pencil. Uh, my hands got to where they wouldn't work. I'm, I have a, an old farmhouse that I work a lot. And, man, I was getting to where I couldn't do anything because of all the pain. But uh, he said um, I, nothing seemed to help. Uh, I didn't want to take any more ibuprofen because I was taking that like candy. And all that can be destructive. That's not what it's designed for. So I decided to try Relief Factor because I hear you guys talking about it all the time, and it's worked great for me. Uh, I, I hadn't noticed any side effects, never experienced a product that has made such a huge difference in the way I feel. Daily headaches due to stiffness from hard work and old age have completely disappeared. I feel 20 years younger 
And he said, I've been recommending it to all my friends here in Arkansas. Well, I'm glad. Thanks, George. 1995, three-week supply, and you can find out whether it's all-natural product that works on the body's uh, inflammatory response in a natural way for botanicals will work for you. 1995 three-week start pack, and you'll know in three weeks whether it works for you or not. And we look forward to getting your email. There's a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors as well. All right, guys, I know we've been looking about end times. Rick, uh, mm. 2020's been a strange year. Okay, let's Good. all admit nice. that. That's the understatement of the um, day. <laughs> if I told you in the middle of everything going on right now that Madonna – and Donald Trump agree on a major issue, would you think I had lost my gourd? You know what I would do? Mm. I would go get the Word of God off my desk, and I would turn and begin to read about end times again. It would. It's kind of seventh seal feel to it, doesn't it? Are you telling um, me that Madonna and Trump have agreed on something? Rick, we played the video yesterday of the frontline doctors and yep. Dr. Stella. Mm-hmm. Who was claiming that she had used uh, hydro? How do you say it? Hydro hydroxychloroquine, hydroxychloroquine, along with these other two things that I can't right. pronounce: Zithromax and zinc. Ooh. Watch it. Uh, and she was having amazing results, even though the World Health Organization says they had to stop their testing because it was just too dangerous. Right to a drug that we've been handing out like M and M. Some in some countries it's over the counter. By the way, you don't even have to have a prescription. So. Madonna put a post out. Now, I'm just going to read this to you, okay? Mm -hmm. The truth will set us all free. But some people don't want to hear the truth, especially the people in power who stand to make money from this long, drawn-out search for a vaccine, which has been proven and has been available for months. They would rather let fear control them and let the rich get richer and the poor get sick and sicker. That's where we get them. This woman is my hero. Thank you, Stella Emanuel. I do not want to see any other Americans die. There's a cure. Hang on, though. The minute that she realizes that she's on the same side as President Trump, she will change her view. Watch. (laughs) Yeah, watch. Wait for the statement. Uh, So now I understand also you guys were telling me that Dr. Stella, there's now an attempt to cancel her. Is that correct? Well, her video, you know, the video had been taken down. We had a link to another site that had it yesterday. By the time the show was over, it was taken down. I already got the email. Couldn't Mm. get the link. Right. Um. And she's basically saying that uh, hydrochloroquine uh, is a treatment. It is a preventative measure. She went as far to say a cure uh, and that, for the coronavirus. And they use that as some legalistic kind of, well, we canceled her because she said cure uh, instead of treatment. And you mm-hmm. begin to hear all this that she believed in voodoo and this, that, and one thing and another and sure. all that good stuff. Um, Big pharma. But she... She made the statement that she had treated people with this, and they had got better. She had had no deaths of the people she had treated. And basically, that's what a lot of the doctors were saying yesterday, these frontline doctors. But Dr. Stella stood out a little bit because of her passion. Well, yeah, she The was, fact that she was, uh, she was black, the fact that she was a woman, uh, and that she was so passionate about it. An immigrant who came here. Um, yeah, she felt very Paul Revere like, like yeah. I've had enough. Yeah, and and I, I'm I'm out here passionately saying we have a treatment that works. Now the Fouch, as y'all sent out this morning in our group text, has weighed in. Listen to this this comment under the Fouch here. Just because thousands of independent doctors, <laughs> I'm gonna say that line again. Just because thousands of independent doctors, not not thousands of radio hosts, not thousands. Right. Of, of guys that are out there on the job site, you know, pontificating about something. 
thousands of independent doctors just because they're saying that hydroxychloroquine cures all COVID-19 patients is not valid until uh, we have a major study done. Did you just say thousands of independent doctors? That's a lot. Isn't that kind of a big study? I mean, and I mean, uh, how many patients has Fauci seen this year? Zip, uh, that'd be Zippo. Uh, <laughs> okay, so after the the video went viral, mm-hmm. people began to dig up dirt on Doctor Stella. Well, she must as be. a way to disclaim. She has said that the said. emperor has no clothes, Bubba. Uh, they include uh, believing in alien DNA being used in medical treatments. Uh, that e- endometriosis is caused by having. Intimate dreams with demons and witches. Understood. And that homosexuality is the agenda of the devil. That's the one that got her. That'll get you canceled. That'll do it. Suddenly your life will not matter. <laughs> uh, so um, the um, so the, okay, all the things you know we, we got to go you, after. You realize doc- these doctors went up there knowing that they were going to be going against the right. system, yep. against the machine, mm-hmm. against big pharma stood in front of the Supreme Court and said, what you're being told is wrong. We are seeing these answers. We're seeing people who are being cured by this. Mm-hmm. Not just her. There was a whole bunch of them up there. Mm-hmm. And even the Fouch is admitting online and through all, that, that there's thousands of them now saying this. Right. Just because thousands of independent doctors say something doesn't mean it's true. <laughs> we need to have a major study. So how many people are going to put in a, a major kit? Would thousands work? Well, Rick, I, I we, mean, we tried mm-hmm. to have a major study. Mm-hmm. Remember, the World Health Organization was going to mm-hmm. back it. They shut it down because they said it's too dangerous because of the threat of heart attacks to people. But we've been supplying this drug for 50 years. A lot of people take it. Handed out like yeah. M&Ms to people going overseas. Many countries, it's over the counter available. Don't even need a prescription. But it's just too dangerous. They couldn't even test it, Rick. It was a dang dangerous. <laughs> so those does, you, that not, does that not just seem fishy to everybody? Those of you that are looking toward the, the skyline, <laughs> waiting for the return or the end of all this, put down on your notes today. And then Donald Trump and Madonna agreed on a topic. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Radio Revolution. Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Here we go. I just want to celebrate another day of living. I just want to Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler all here. With my faith in the people. Wednesday Bible study back today, noon uh, Central Time live on the YouTube channel. Today, our ongoing study of the unsaved Christian, uh, we delve into the Bible Belt today. Faith, football, family, country music, uh, it'll, we'll unpack it all. The home of cultural Christianity, the Bible Belt, we'll unpack it today. Uh, also, Will and me could spend at any time be paying attention for that. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubs. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. And, Rick, we always try to find answers to the questions that you're bringing to the table. You're talking about the questions on the minds of Americans everywhere? That's it. So, uh, if you are getting uh, packages in the mail from China uh, that says it, it, that, it's, that it's jewelry, 
and then you open it and it's packs of seeds. What the? I mean, what in the world are you supposed to do? Uh, and our country is trying to respond to this. In our state of Alabama, Rick Pate is the commissioner of agriculture, and he joins us now. Rick, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Well, great to be with y'all. Commissioner Pate, tell us, uh, everybody's saying they're getting seeds, seeds in the mail. What, what's going on with all this? <laughs> well, it's really bizarre. I, uh, you know, I, I've talked to seven or eight TV stations and radio, other radio stations, and, yeah, I don't know that I can say the reason behind it, but I can kind of tell you what's happening. I, um, yeah, we started Saturday, I guess I started getting emails that Virginia and Utah, some of these seeds were hitting and uh, really thought it might just be localized to there. And then, but Monday morning, yeah, we really started getting the calls and uh, uh, we've actually gotten pretty far in our investigation. We've probably heard from over 30 counties uh, just in two days where they have uh, arrived and there doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason to who gets them or where they are or uh, we can't uh, find anything there. We actually have picked up uh, 67 different samples and brought them back to our labs and uh, we've got really in in the Department of Ag here in Alabama a top-notch seed lab and a food lab and so we've uh, taken the uh, half of each sample into our a seed lab and uh, sort of dissected them and identified, uh, started identifying what the different seeds are. And then we take half of each sample and send it to the food lab and we're uh, testing them to make sure they hadn't been treated or inoculated or or nothing contaminated them that would be dangerous to people. Yeah, so what? Are you, tell us a little bit about in this press release you guys have put out and Bubba and I were trying to understand it, and Greg was trying to tell us, so you know how that can be. Uh, what 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 is a what is a brushing scam? You, you, there's evidence this may be part of a brushing scam. All right, now this is I'm getting out of my comfort zone telling you this. I've just learned this from being in this two days, but and I'm not an Amazon user, but let's I, okay. well we was a, a search engine type place maybe has lots of different people want to sell on their search engine. And so if you can show that you're selling, you move up in rankings. Understood. How soon you would pop up in – that's what I understand it to be. Yeah, and and let me clarify. Your press release actually says y'all don't see any evidence that that is what's going on. But that is a theory. That's That's a theory. out there. But I I don't understand that that scam, uh, Commissioner Pate, because – if you were going to put up fake reviews, wouldn't you just put up fake reviews and not worry about mailing seeds to everybody? But I think what everybody wants to know, yeah. do, do you know what any of these are, right. and, and are they dangerous? Is this something that if we let it get out that it could do harm to uh, livestock or uh, be uh, you know a threat to other vegetation? Well, absolutely, and that's what we care about. We, I mean, obviously, we don't want people scammed. and won't. Don't people won't be using the internet incorrectly? But yeah, that's the two concerns we got. Right? Is it some evasive weed that'll be hard to control, like everybody knows kudzu? But you know, something like that that could get started, and like you said, could it be harmful to um, wildlife, livestock. Or the second major thing, has it been treated with something and it is actually would be harmful to humans? And so those are 
the two things we're trying to decide real quickly. The ones, if you've seen some of the samples, uh, the packages come in. It's the, they seem to have each package almost has a different seed in it. And some of them look like lima beans. Some of them look like sunflower. Some of them look like just there. But each package seems to be pretty uniform, and it's got the same seeds. What we've gotten so far, and the few we've gotten identified haven't been that uh, as far as the plant itself. I think we got two that some sort of wildflower, and one was... Uh, a sort of a, a lepidiza, it's a type of grass, and so they're actually in this country already. They're not indigenous, I'm not saying that, but they're actually already here. Um, so I'm feeling okay about that side. We should know the next day or two we've got it working its way through our, our food lab to check for the contaminants, and so by tomorrow probably certainly by the end of the week we'll know that and so then once we clear those two things up you know it's not something that we're afraid of yeah but we, really it surprised you people we've actually had calls from people out of those 67 gone out to their houses to pick the seeds up and they planted them <laughs> and so who oh, goes that's the worst I mean, thing you can do i mean we, we you don't we don't need to be doing that <laughs> no we don't <laughs> So, uh, Commissioner, yeah. let me let me ask you this: Are other countries getting these seeds, or is it just the United States? Well, that's an interesting question. Every time I do an interview, I get a new question. I don't know that. Uh, I have not heard that any other country's been receiving them. So, if, so if, I, I can't. Yeah, don't know. So, right now, you you have tested some. What you've tested does not appear dangerous. Dangerous, however. There's, there's, like you said, the packages are like they have different types of seeds in them. If somebody has these packages, what do they need to what do? What do they need to do? All right, so they need to call our office, and so uh, that's three three four two four zero seventy one hundred. We'd like to know it, and I don't know why anybody would want to keep them. None of them so far have any value. Uh, but we'll send somebody out and pick them up. Normally, this would be handled by APHIS, which is uh, the Plant Health Inspection Service of the USDA. But with the COVID thing, they won't send anybody out to the house, and right. I don't. We didn't feel like we could be that, um, you know, inactive and let people hang on to them for a month or two and right. still be able to get them. So we're sending people out and picking them up. Uh, that's the reason we know they've been planted because we go out, if they'd have planted them, we'll dig them up, bring the, yeah. if it's, you know, whatever the seed and whatever germinated back in. And so, but they do not need, we'd, we'd ask them not to flush them down the toilet, you know, cause they certainly could, end up in a stream somewhere on a river. Uh, we'd ask them not to throw them in the trash until we know that what they are. They could end up in a landfill and, right. and maybe somehow germinate. So the simplest thing, if you get them, yeah, I would not open the package until we know for sure there's no, no kind of contaminant in there. So just leave the package, you know, sealed. Give us a call. We'll send somebody by to pick it up. And, and, and then within the week, we'll, We'll be able to give further direction to people. Okay, so just to summarize, what you've tested so far is harmless, but you haven't tested well, all of yeah. them, and you you have not completed the testing for a contaminant that could be sprayed on it. That will be done at a different lab, 
and you hope to have that in a day or two. That's right. It'll be done in a different lab in our building, but it's also one of our labs, so we can kind of speed that along uh, there in Montgomery. So that's exactly right. We, You know, just in an abundance of caution, yeah, we want people to take it serious because it obviously could be, and hopefully that's a, not the case that nobody's, you know, that evil. But uh, but yeah, there are bad yeah. people out there. So yeah, sure there just to be cautious, just keep the don't unseal the bag, keep the bag sealed. Maybe put it in a double seal it in another bag, and then give us a call if you for some reason want to keep the seal. It still be helpful to us to know where it is if because we've been on actually on the phone i think three times yesterday with the fbi uh you know the serious people looking into this i guess is my point this is um you know it's not a yeah. harmless yeah you gotta take it serious activity. yeah, yeah we, abundance we got, of culture. We got packages coming yeah. from china that we don't know what why and and what the purpose so yeah so thank you very much appreciate it rick and uh, the work that your department is doing and other ag uh, commissioners all across the country they're all saying the same thing if you get them keep let, it sealed let uh, let uh, your uh, agriculture commissioner and office know about it don't plant them don't flush them don't throw them away uh, and turn them in we'll be back rick and bubba rick and bubba The gravy, please. 22 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for uh, all of you that are responding. And uh, no, Gary is not the ag commissioner in Alabama. I know that uh, it just shows you, look, folks that live in small town Alabama and are from the counties, they they all talk similar. It's uh, it's, it's part of the vernacular. But that was, how about this? You want your ag commissioner to talk like that. Sure. That means they know what they're yeah, talking about. you're right. Hey, look, I know Rick Pate. He knows what the heck he's talking about right. when it comes to seeds. All right. <coughs> he's going to think you're Hey, don't that. plant them. He's going to think you're doing him. Mm-hmm. Hey, don't plant them. Right. That's Gary, commissioner, that, yeah. that hey, Rick's doing. Call, Rick, call Rick's office. He and I, you know, we, we fish sometime together down at Lake Mitchell. I make a mistake, you know, with a salad. And uh, so, uh, so, Rick... Uh, it's time for a space update. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Bubba, look at me. Thank you. <laughs> By the way, Commissioner's Office loves the show. Well, sure. Good. Yeah. We yeah, appreciate, okay. appreciate it. How about this? Now. So do I. Four, three, two, one. Oh, that's good. Hey. Rick, I'm troubled today. Are you? We What's got, going we on? We got a lot of, we got a lot of, you know, Hair 2020. <laughs> He's on you today. I've noticed you got a target on your back. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> um, 2020, quite a year. Oh, boy. Um, and you know, you know my love for space. It's oh, been yeah. well documented uh, here on the show. Absolutely, you space. Uh, Alabama's top paid tourist attraction is on the brink I of know, closing. I'm so sorry. What the? I'm so sorry. Due to the devastating <laughs> financial impact of the coronavirus crying. pandemic. Why can't the U.S. Space and Rocket Center be deemed essential? 
the U.S. Space and Rocket Center in Huntsville, home of the iconic Saturn V rocket and world-renowned space camp, said it is in jeopardy of closure due to the devastating economic challenges caused by the corona pandemic. Can't have space camp. The museum is launching a Save Space Camp campaign Tuesday with the goal of raising a minimum of $1.5 million in private donations to keep the center open past October and make plans to reopen space camp in April. You see what we talk about with the shutdown, and, and this is, these are the kind of things that you don't even think about. And you were telling me uh, during the show off the air that for the U.S. Space and Rocket Center to survive, they need tourism and yes. they need space camp. Yes. And they can't do either one. Mm. Um, Bubba can finish stroke a check. 90, 90% of the money that they used to operate on comes from yeah. visitors to the museum and participants at space camp. And we've been to space camp. We did a, a one-day thing with that many, many years ago. Had a lot of fun with You'd it. You'd be surprised how many times I've been to the U.S. Space and Rocket Center. Oh, yeah. I, I went the first time when I was eight years old. And uh, to Change. say that it helped to uh, fire up my interest in space would be an understatement. We've done a turkey toss from there. Yeah. yeah. Right yeah. out there. I was an astronaut the whole day. Very I memorable. I an event there one time. and mm-hmm. um, they, uh, they have laid off 90% of their full-time workforce. Oh. Um, Gracious. That's one of those things where you hear they're laying off, and you go, well, yeah, yeah I mean, they ain't going to get us all. How many they going to lay off? 90% of us. Oh, my gosh. Well, so I mean, everybody. Yeah, so, so we're all gone. Yeah. Um, mm. And they're trying to work through this, but, um, you know, they, they need those donations, and there's nothing really set up, uh, I guess, that they qualify for to, to help them out. So what, how do, do they, is there a link or anything, or they get that to us? We need to let everybody know. If, <laughs> yeah. And I know, you, Bubba, you'll lead the way, I mean, to try to see if we can't save Space Camp. Well, I mean, aren't we to the point of saving the Space and Rocket Center? Is well, that where we are? I, mm-hmm. I, would hope, I would hope we can. So uh, we'll, we'll have that information. I don't see it in this story, but I think they're launching that okay. Okay. Um, and a plan to try to do that. But they, they say if they can get to Space Camp again and they can get kids coming in there, uh, of course, the people cut back. I mean, they were, you know, they're not traveling. They're afraid <clears throat> no, to go anywhere. Go, yeah. uh, they have a lot of international folks that come to space camp. So um, with all the travel restrictions now, that's killing them. And, you know, people are just afraid to get out and go anywhere in general. So, Bob, I'm going to ask you to do something. Mm-hmm. Will you do for the U.S. Space and Rocket Center what you've done for tennis? Rick, uh, it would be my honor and privilege to, but uh, – Will you save? That's a that's a that's a big goal right Bill, now at this time when you know there's so much uncertainty going on. Bill Bubba Bussy, will you save the U.S. Space and Rocket Center? Rick, I will try to do my part mm-hmm. as someone that loves the Space and Rocket right. Center. I will join you in our attempts to save it. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like we really you probably could. I mean, I, I mean, they just need Straight one. Up. They need. I mean, we we raise more money than that for goofy stuff that don't mean nothing. <laughs> sure. I mean, <laughs> I mean, man. can't you get people fired up to get to save the U.S. Space and Rocket Center? Right. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we got to get a plan. We got to figure it out because they just announced this yesterday. Here's so what I'm thinking: we could put you up on top of one of the rockets, mm-hmm. and you 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 refuse <clears> to come <throat> down until we we hit, we hit the <laughs> yeah until we get the money raised. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba's in orbit. Uh, I hear they're tearing that one down at that rest stop right there at Huntsville on 65. No, they're not. I made that. <laughs> Great people hear that. I really look forward to that because I know I'm I'm getting close yeah. to home. Yeah, if you ever come that way. Now, yeah. also the the Space and Rocket Center, Rick, generates 120 million in annual revenue for the state, 
and serves as a magnet for visitors to hunt. So it would be an investment in our state to save the U.S. Yeah, Space. It's Rockies. been the yeah. top paid tourist that, attraction that get you in the state for seven straight years. Look what it did to the trash pandas. Huh. 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 Shut them down. Right, now so, we're getting rockets. I mean, out. you can't even have a minor league panda. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I've, all right, so here's the website. That, that you need to go to. It's rocketcenter.com. And when you go to rocketcenter.com, it says save space camp. And, and so there's, there's an actual, I mean, you click there and you can, it takes you to a page where you can donate and they save. They need Bub on there talking to people. They do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right now we've got, Guys, you, in his space camp goal, suit, the absolutely. Goal is 1.5 mil and 316,000 uh, has been raised. Guys, this is a, this is a not just a, this is a national icon. That's a good start. Mm-hmm. I mean, my gosh, they had a movie about it. Rick Bubba's right. saying he's going to match what everybody donates. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's so kind of you. Like you give, hey Greg, you give ten, Bo makes it twenty. <laughs> That's right. Here's ten more. Rocketcenter.com. I said I would help. I'd not cover. I got it. Bo, you can't. You can't let this stand. We can't have this. Speedy, what was that website? Rocketcenter.com. Rocketcenter.com. Rocket man. Yeah. Hashtag Save Space Camp on social media. Yeah. I bet you if we had a representative for Space Camp on, they'd have a different accent. You want me to get one real quick? Yeah. You wouldn't sound like Gary. No. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes past the hour, you got the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. 26 and a half years. SimplySafeBubba.com. Hello, security. Got to have it. Uh, and now you can install it yourself. So let me tell you what's happened to this industry. Simply Safe Bubba has radically changed it. Uh, now you, uh, you customize your security system. They'll help you do that online. They'll send it directly to you. You install it yourself inside an hour. You'll have it up. Uh, and uh, now you're going to be monitored for about 15 bucks a month. You're not going to have any pushy salespeople. You don't have any installation crew. Coming to your house. We'll be there between uh, 9 in the morning and 5 in the afternoon. Okay, great. That's a great. Hey, thanks for that small window. Uh, you don't have to worry about any of that. Uh, you do it all yourself. Um, and then uh, if, if you you know have any issues at all, you certainly are not in any kind of contract or anything like that. Uh, U.S. News and World Report named it the best overall home security of 2020. It, it really works well. Uh, the video verification is really cool because it cuts down on false alarms and gets law enforcement, you know, as long as your city has not defunded them or abolished them, uh, to get to your property quicker. Uh, SimplySafeBubba.com has got a 60-day risk-free trial. Uh, SimplySafeBubba.com. There's also a link at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. Bubba, we continue with more uh, space updates. Rick, Virgin Galactic has offered a look inside their new space plane for tourists. So this is the one that we all go and going to ride on to space? Sir Richard Branson and his commercial uh, venture to carry tourists into space. Rick, by the way, uh, let me give you the exact number here because this is going to blow you away. It's $250,000 to get a ride. Okay, he already has 600 people committed to go. 400 more who have expressed serious interest. 
but have not put down a down payment. Are you in that, Bob? So how many are already in? 600. Everybody run the number on that? Yeah, so here's the video of Sir, Sir Branson. Yeah, Sir Let's Branson. hear it. He's, uh, he's probably, it's about a minute here, Rick. Weird hair. Hey, hey, Richard. You, 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 no, I'm not ready, guys. Oh, no, not ready. I Richard t- Branson, not ready. Can I tell you what's ready? <laughs> <laughs> now, Rick, the... Uh, <laughs> Each flight will have uh, six seats in it. You'll be strapped in, but at the peak of your trip, 60 miles above the earth, you will be able to unstrap and float around the plane. <laughs> well, we're only going, we're going, we're going six at a time. We got that many waiting. There's going to be a lot of trips involved. That's yeah, yeah. why he built, Greg, that's why he built a spaceport. That's going, it. Run them through there. Run them through there, buddy. That always reminds me of Diary of a Wimpy Kid. <laughs> I love it. Funny. Yeah, I, uh, I, I ain't flying to space. Um, Rick, Rick, this is, this. look, this is another famous Rick declares like you're not going to text. Well, don't my, don't judge it too quick, Rick. Till we see how. I mean, this is yeah. the ultimate roller coaster ride. Okay, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. So let's let's here we go. Let's 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 have a look and a listen. Here we go. Uh, here we go. Well, hello everybody, and a huge thank you for joining us today to share our excitement in revealing the spaceship cabin interior. Oh wow! It's a big moment because although the event may be virtual, its significance in starting to open space to everyone is very real. It is a cabin which has been designed specifically to allow thousands of people to achieve their dreams of spaceflight safely and to maximize every aspect of that fabulous journey. We started Virgin 50 years ago, and looking back, we've always been on a journey with a clear purpose, to transform customer experience and make business a force for good. While that journey has never been plain sailing, it has always attracted brilliant fellow travelers who have brought many dreams to reality with a common theme of using great design to create distinctive and delightful experiences, whatever the business. Design determines how you make people feel and how they interact with your product. It started with our stunning spaceships and mothership and it flowed through to our spaceport, our spacesuits and every personalized step of the customer journey. And now the spaceship cabin. The cabin is special because while it's been created to integrate seamlessly with every other aspect of our astronaut journey, it is also the design centerpiece. Somebody once said to me that Virgin Galactic's spaceship was the first one to have been built from the inside out. And although there is a degree of poetic license in that statement, it contains a fundamental truth. We started with what we believed would be an optimal customer experience, and then we built the spaceship. I wish I talked like him. Is that the Agriculture Commissioner from Alabama? As we expand our fleet, cement Virgin Galactic's (laughs) position as the space line for Earth. Let's see the cabin. I don't know about you, but I want to see this cabin. Yes, yes, Richard. Let's go back to Spaceport America. All right, let's let's, let's see the cabin. Hi, everyone. It is a little over a year since we flew to space in in fairly short succession. It was during these flights that we provided the important proof of concept when we flew our chief astronaut trainer, Beth Moses, in the cabin. It was that flight that set us off on another big year where we were able to finalize the cabin components, which would inform the ultimate design. 
There we go. Are we in there now? <laughs> to fully embrace the design opportunity within the cabin, oh, the spaceship crew seat really is an iconic feature. And we've tailored our seats for each individual astronaut. We've used the highest grade aluminium and carbon fiber manufacturing techniques, and we've cantilevered the structure from the cabin sidewalls. Your seat's also dynamic and enhances comfort during each stage of your flight. When you leave your seat in space, it reclines to maximize cabin space for you to enjoy weightlessness. And it remains reclined during re-entry, so we direct and optimize G-forces without detracting from the thrill of the ride. We've provided each astronaut with their own personal digital display within the seat backs. The display gives us the opportunity to share live flight data with you. So speed, G, the boost time that's remaining of your flight, all helping provide more memorable magic touches to your experience. So is it done yet, or is this Under just a virtual? manufactured the technical Yeah, they, they don't have a date it's for the first flight yet, but that is the, no stitching to just the cabin. Perfect fit onto your seat. You know, it's kind of high-tech looking, so isn't it? It is. Yeah. I like all the windows on it. Of course, if you're going to space, you want to be able to see out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that. that um, so we, it what, looks like a giant Tesla, doesn't it? So, <laughs> it does. So, where do you want to sit, Bubba? You want to be yeah, in the back, you midway, right. or up front? You know, I don't care. As long as I got a window. Yeah. I hope Bo Branson has more success with this than he did that balloon trip around the world he tried. You remember, he tried that he a couple did. of times. I had to rescue him. Yeah, he, he said nothing in every one of his journeys. Well, look, he's, uh, he's one of these guys. He pushes the envelope. He he's like. Uh, you know some of these other ones, and uh, hey, how about everybody's in the 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 thing of getting to space right now? I kind of dig that. Oh you yeah, know? yeah. Shame he's, we got COVID and we can't visit Space and Rocket Center. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, that's but, going on. But, but he's a thrill seeker like me. I went to church Sunday. So there it is. Ooh. So and and when do they say it'll be ready? Uh, he's saying months, not years. No, How but they that? don't have an exact date yet. Oh. Two hundred fifty thousand right now, kind of an expensive ticket. Yes, it doesn't matter expensive. whether I want to go or not. Now I have to right. wait till the price goes down. <laughs> yeah, but that'll be good. I'll just have to watch other people enjoy. It. Well, what'll happen is we'll watch, as you said, and we because we can't afford to go now anyway, so that's not even an option. So we will watch, and as the price comes down, there'll be a lot of flights, and if yep. those go smoothly and they look like they're pretty reliable. Now you you get a couple of balls of fire, then that's yeah gonna be, yeah. That's gonna slow up business. Yeah, right? that, that'll 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 break it down for you there. Yep, yep. So we'll come back. We'll take your phone calls next at eight six six. We be big. So intergalactic uh, is uh, oh galactic is ready to go in months, not years. Two hundred fifty thousand dollar price tag, and people standing in line to get on it. He also raised four hundred and fifty million with their initial stock offering. So. Yellow money to work with. Yeah, he does. Your phone calls are next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. She packed my bags last night, free flight. Zero hour, 9 a.m. And I'm gonna be high as a kite by then. <laughs> Ten minutes to the top of the hour. I miss the earth so much. I miss my wife. <laughs> it's lonely. As uh, we make our way back, eight six six, we be big to uh, to Jerry in Piedmont. Jerry, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show, buddy. Uh, what's on your mind? Morning, guys. 
We're good. Y'all doing okay? We're yes, doing sir. Good. Doing great. Hey, listen, I got I got Hounds figured out. Okay. He's crying about these teachers. You know, he's wanting them to hurry up and get back to work. That's because, you know, his wife works full time, and he knows that his little gravy train part-time thing's going to come to an end because he's going to have to be that virtual teacher at home. But I hate to break it to you, but I'm that virtual teacher now. That <laughs> <laughs> doesn't stop. <laughs> when you got three under the age of fourteen, that doesn't stop, pal. No, it sure doesn't. No. <laughs> Thanks for. But that. I, hey, I'll, I'll second that. I'd yeah. like their little A's to get right back in the classroom. That's yeah. right. Thanks, pal. Uh, we continue. Anonymous caller out of Gadsden. Anonymous, go ahead. Thirty uh, seconds. Hey guys. Hey man. Good morning. Hey. Um, I was wondering if y'all watched the Bill Barr hearing yesterday. We did. If you did, mm-hmm. um, if you saw Jim Jordan's little video that he played with all the CNN liberal announcers saying that the peaceful, the protests were peaceful. Yeah. But it was videos of the actual protests. And if you saw Nadler's comment after the fact where he was just like, well, that was, that was, uh, didn't have enough time and you didn't let us know about the video, blah, 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 blah. Essentially just. Yeah, I don't understand. You, know, it off. you can still – it's one thing to agree and disagree on politics, even how we handle, you know, the peaceful protests versus the anarchists and the rioters and looters. But this thing where the Democrats just act like things aren't happening is just weird. I mean, it's really, really weird. And like Greg said yeah, – We talked about it for about 45 minutes to an hour yeah, yeah. this morning. But like, like Greg was talking about, you know, I don't think any of us would call Detroit a bastion of conservatism. Uh, but the reason why Detroit has not had the issues that Portland and Seattle and and um, uh, Minnesota, you know, Minneapolis and all this is because their police chief is supported by the mayor, and they both are in agreement that we just don't let this get started. We don't yeah. give up precincts. We don't uh, allow you to damage state or federal property. Uh, once you start burning or breaking, we shut it down and stop it. And we don't let it go on, just hoping that after 50 days you'll stop it on your own. Yeah. And his statement said, was, "We don't retreat." Yeah, we don't retreat. And what's happened is, uh, I don't know why you would have a mayor who would pull back law enforcement and not allow them to keep order where people can peacefully protest and let their voices be heard. Yeah, it's very bizarre. And if it's not bizarre enough, the mayor had announced the federal troops were leaving uh, the Portland area. And President Trump just was talking to reporters outside the White House. He said, they're not leaving. (laughs) (laughs) It just keeps getting crazier. Bubba, we do have uh, Patricia, the Director of Communications at the U.S. Space and Rocket Center. And Patricia, you uh, did we get everything out there right? Things people can do to help? Did Anything you need to add to that? Uh, Well, well, hi, guys. How are you doing this morning? We're great. Good. Um, well, one thing they can do is come in visit us because we are open. The U.S. Space and Rocket Center is open, and we opened in late May. Uh, we have time tickets just to kind of control the flow a little bit. Uh, so absolutely come and visit us and imagine um, what it would be like to get on that Virgin Galactic uh, ship and go to space. As a matter of fact, Beth in that piece is a Space Camp graduate. So... Which is uh, what I wanted to talk to you guys about this morning, though. We launched yesterday a Safe Space Camp campaign. It's, uh, you know, this COVID uh, pandemic has been absolutely devastating to the U.S. Space and Rocket Center and Space Camp, as well as any place that depends on people coming to visit them. So we are uh, looking for help. We're looking for support because we're going to have to 
By the end of August, we're going to have laid off 90% of our employees. We're shutting down our space camp week-long programs until April, and we're hurting, and we yeah. need help. So we put rocketcenter.com, and there's a place where you can go and donate, or you can just bring groups, and you're set up for social distancing, and, and come see the U.S. Space and Rocket mm-hmm. Center. You can do either one Absolutely. of those that would help, right? And, Patricia, we love the place. Either I, one of those would help. Yeah, my first trip there, I was about eight years old, and I've been there several times. I always enjoy it, and uh, – it's a it's it's a real gem uh, for our country and our state, and uh, uh, you know this this COVID shutdown has been tough on a lot of people, and uh, we hate to see this happen because we know that you guys bring in a lot of money too, and the state needs that. Yeah, it's an investment. We made that oh my point. Gosh. Yeah, we made yeah. the point too. You're investing the, in the state. You're, we're the number one paid tourist attraction in the state of Alabama, so people choose to come to us. From literally all over the world. Last year, we had visitors from 82 countries. So they're coming specifically to Alabama because of the Space and Rocket Center, and it, it, it helps our state economy. It helps uh, certainly um, our, the city of Huntsville. And we are a, you know, a lot of people think that we're, we are a state agency, but we were set up to be self-funded. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So the that's way we be. earn our revenue is through people coming to see us and attending Space Camp. Yeah, and that's you know I think that's a great way to do it, and uh, it, it you know the, the, if people want this kind of attraction, they've got to support it, and you know we see that in a lot of issues, and that's why we think it is so valuable to say. Uh, just round figures, how many people come through paid visitors do you have a year, Patricia? Well, last year we had more than a million. Wow. It was, uh, you know, 2019 was the 50th anniversary of the Apollo 11 moon landing, right. and there was just a huge amount of interest. But even even in a year that's not uh, focused around a monumental occasion such as that, we still have uh, the year before that it was almost 800,000. So we're talking a huge economic impact, uh, millions of dollars into the state uh, from tourism dollars, both people coming through, uh, heading down to the beach, we, you know, they come and they stay in our hotels, they eat in our restaurants. It's a, it's a huge economic impact. And not only that, but what we do at Space Camp is truly workforce development. We really are training the future engineers and scientists and educators and astronauts. It's what we do every day, and we need to keep doing it. It's important work. And, Patricia, I have never been in the Davison Center there that's with someone who has not been before that they didn't come away just awed by the size of that Absolutely. Saturn V rocket. Absolutely. It's amazing that thing ever left the ground. Yeah, it is. So, um, so It's huge, and you know what? It was done right here in Alabama. That yeah. was designed right here in Alabama. Yeah, it's that's a pride cool. for the whole state. Well, Patricia, keep up the good work. We're getting the word out, and, and hopefully we'll, everybody yeah. will do their part. And hopefully we can find some other ways to, uh, to help you guys out. To Heath in Alabama. Heath, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Hey, Rick, uh, how y'all doing this morning? Good. We're great. Good. We're great. Look, uh, do you think it's a uh, a problem in our country? We're not, or the church, that we're not understanding that. Hey, what if somebody gets salvation first? What if somebody catches COVID? Now we actually talked about that yesterday yeah. on the show. We had you know, there was a revival that took place uh, up in North Alabama. They had forty people test positive, and the people in charge said we knew that was possible going in, but compared to people's eternity, uh, we we said that we knew what we were getting into, and it was worth it. John MacArthur. Even got interviewed last night on Tucker Carlson. Uh, churches should not be closed; they should be open. People uh, should be allowed to attend. Uh, when, when, and I know some people say, "Well, the virtual option is still there," and it is. And certainly, that's I'm glad we have that for the people who may be at risk. 
But I think if we all were honest, uh, the numbers that we're seeing is uh, people are fading away from the church right now. Uh, and as John MacArthur said, you know, at 9-11, when you worried about what was going to happen to you if you died or we were approaching the end of time, you you ran to the church for answers and comfort. And um, now you get afraid of this pandemic or the end time stuff that we may be seeing. If, even if it's not the end times, we're definitely in a time of chaos and and pestilence and, and violence and uncertainty. And his point was then you turn to run to the church and the door's locked. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I think that, uh, that, that you know, we're, we're not called to a spirit of fear. Uh, we certainly want to be good citizens. John MacArthur talked about Romans 13 as clear as anybody could. He said, but that's until we get to the point where we're in a position on obeying man versus obeying God. And he's in California. He said, and I'm in the position – that I will not obey man, I will obey God. And constitutionally, they shouldn't shut us down anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll hit more phone calls when we come back. So, um, yeah, I mean, when you're thinking about what the church's job is, people's eternity, I just don't know that there is a take a break on that that I can find anywhere in the scriptures. And in this country, the church can't be shut down by anybody other than themselves. And sadly, some are doing it on their own. Top of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Some positive things coming out of this. The church always refines its convictions under duress. This is not a problem to be feared. This is a triumphant hour for the church to be the church. John MacArthur starts the hour, six and a half minutes past the hour. Uh, Your phone calls are coming in at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll chat with you. Our website, Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and.com. Wednesday Bible study back today at noon on the YouTube channel, archived soon after. Also, check rickandbubba.com, the store. New items have been added, the new Rick and Bubba deck of cards if you're spending some time with family, playing some cards, and also the new 200-piece Rick and Bubba puzzle. All things to enjoy at home, new items <laughs> at rickandbubba.com. And welcome back. There's Bubba right there. Hey, hey glad Bubba. to be here. Hey, bud. Phone calls are coming in. Uh, a lot of those... Um, uh, revolving around the different topics. Uh, we'll, we'll, a lot on the table. A lot on the table. Huntsville uh, is checking in. Uh, 100.3, the river. Thomas, hey, buddy. Welcome to Rick and Bubba. Hello. Uh, y'all were talking about space travel and paying for space travel. Yes. Uh, but you haven't thought about the dark side of this because you have several really good best of bits about air travel. Yes. Now you've got all that, plus they can stick a probe up your wazoo. Think about how bad this can get, guys. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know. It's uh, Right now it's a moot point because the, they're charging $250,000 a ticket. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's going to filter out a lot of – but, hey, 600 people have already paid a down payment ready to go. huh? To uh, Let's go to Paul oh, in I'm New sorry. Orleans. Paul, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. So I have a bias against Sir Richard Branson. I was in the Coast Guard. I was stationed in Honolulu, Hawaii, on the Cutter Kathui. Uh, I forget what year it was that his balloon crashed, whether it was 98 or 99. Yeah. But I was asleep in my bed on Christmas morning, and I get a phone call. I get recalled to the ship because we had to get underway on Christmas morning to go head towards this guy where he was going to crash. It wasn't actually us that reached him. It was another Coast Guard cutter that got to them first. But 
I'll always have a hard heart about that. Yeah, so there you were trying Thanks, to, Richard. I mean, hey, you thought you could have Christmas. And yeah. uh, and all of a sudden, so you're saying if Richard, Br- Richard Branson had stopped trying to fly around the world in a balloon, you could have had Christmas. Well, he almost ruined my Christmas. Luckily, we uh, everything was pretty fast, and I, I did get home the same day. Uh, also, I, uh, somebody liked his voice, but uh, hearing his voice reminded me of that character on the movie Contact that just flew around, the billionaire that flew around in his plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that may have been loosely based on him. Yeah, that uh, – yeah. Well, it's just I hear our voices, and I'm thinking <laughs> I hear him, and I think I bet it's he read a news story to you. It sounds so much better. Yeah, yeah, probably so, probably so. We uh, are rolling on Eddie Joe. Uh, Eddie, welcome Little to Ricky. Bob. Come on, Eddie Joe. Come on, EJ. Thank you, uh, Green Acres. Thanks for the call, buddy. Thank you. What's on your mind? Oh, there on uh, American Family Radio, August the second, which is this Sunday, is uh, announcing they're wanting to do a kneeling for America, prayer across America for our, our churches that are being uh, restricted or shut down. Uh, and then, uh, of course, all the chaos that's going on in America as it is this year, as y'all spoke about several times, and I just didn't know if y'all were aware of that or if y'all even... No, no we did. the sad part is any church that is closing is closing uh, on its own because the Constitution in this country... Uh, says clearly that nobody can church, close the church except the church, and uh, so certainly there's some being you know they're being except uh, for fifty uh, fifty head limit in, in the California well, wherever that ruling only applied to those states right Nevada was, yeah Nevada, Nevada and, uh, casinos can have up to five hundred churches that are limited at fifty no matter how big the church no. I mean it ain't even a percentage that's so odd no, that's that what by yeah. the way I never knew until I heard that message from MacArthur that he drinks Fresca. He was talking about how we've let alcohol flow, we've let abortions flow, we've let uh, gambling flow. And no Fresca. He said, he said, and the reason why I know that we're letting alcohol uh, flow is I tried to get a can of Fresca and all the aluminum has been used up by the beer companies. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who drinks Fresca? Well, I forgot I love, about when I was a kid. I forgot about Fresca. When I was a kid, I loved That's it because you couldn't, you couldn't get it much. It was like a special deal. Yeah, that you, and Tab. You like Fresca? Yeah, not Tab. Grapey Cola was my go-to back when I was a kid. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I love Fresca when I was a kid. I was a pretty boring little kid. You know what I drank? Coca Cola in a bottle. That was it. I remember when Doc, sweet tea. I remember when Dr yeah. Pepper came out and everybody. It was a big thing. Hey, have y'all tried that new oh, drink? Really? I mean, that, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I felt like it was always there. Yeah, the, 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 I remember when Mr Pib said we're close to copying it. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty I remember close. That glass bottle ones in the mm-hmm. down at Taylor's uh, Grocery. Yeah, I love Taylor's Grocery. Yes, sir. Let's go to Mark and Aniston. Mark, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Peg me. Peg me, baby. All right. All right. Hey, yeah, Biggins. Uh, I know I'm kind of getting on my high hog here, but Pig you know, me, I just hear all these things about swine and pigs and how they give you weird dreams. And I think it might just be better for us to avoid them. And since God told us in the Old Testament, why not just kind of stick to that now? You know? Well, because it tastes so good. That's why. And, um, <laughs> about no bacon. Yeah, it's uh, that's one of the beautiful things about being a Gentile. Don't ruin yeah. it. I mean, yeah. uh, it's uh, yeah. That doesn't yeah. apply to us. Let's not uh, yeah. tie our hands on that one, okay? Yeah, yeah there's. Uh, I understand the point about if, turkey if, bacon. If God wanted His people in the Old Testament to be set apart, and He laid out a diet for them, it's probably the best diet for you since God came up with it. But once we mm. got under the covenant of grace, we got a we, we got a, a clear bill of health on that, 
And uh, you know, it said uh, Peter's dream was a sweet one. Right? It was. It was yes, a good was. one. <laughs> and 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 we and we, we and I think you, I even got a laugh out of him. And even if you go to some of the writings uh, uh, about Paul and and uh, and Peter and some of the talking about the last times, you know, one of the things they said, people are going to start telling you things you shouldn't eat yep. when you know that anything God's made never call it unclean. So uh, huh. yeah, so it it would probably be a you know I, I say pork in moderation. I've even had people in the orthopedic world and rehab that say it's bad for your joints and uh, if you overeat it it's not good for you but uh, you know all things in moderation you can find somebody that says everything there is to eat is bad for yeah. you except lettuce and it yeah, and it has no nutritional value yeah, it's a thistle by yeah. the way yeah, this will hair the christmas point that bear. out <laughs> huh this will hair the christmas bear <laughs> that's funny and by the way, for you talking about the health, there's there's there may be some there, but I, some of that may be in more of a practicality thing because they were nomadic, and it's very hard to raise pigs being nomadic. Well, remember too, no ability at all to freeze anything. Right, no refrigeration. Yeah, and, and pork can go go bad on you. Yeah. But I mean, pork is not as good for you as some of the other meats. I mean, it, that's that's all right. I mean, there's a lot of things we I eat. Like that, a little bacon every now. Yeah, and then. It, it's, yeah, it's a, a little yeah. bacon. Yeah. Hey, Nothing on the planet will not eat bacon. I'm telling you, it's good stuff. Cam Newton. That's right. He's, he's a vegan. No, I, I, I don't mean, I don't mean I know. that. I know. But I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Every hey. animal will eat it. I mean, I corn and bacon. Let me tell you something. If Cam Newton had played for Saban, he'd still be eating meat. <laughs> and let me tell you, if he gets off the slow start, he may find him a hot dog. Dang right. <laughs> Double burgers, huh? That's right. Jackson, Alabama, 94.5. Jeff standing by. Jeff, go ahead. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Yes, sir. Go uh, ahead. Barely. Yeah. Hey, I was just going to tell you all that uh, the sneezing girl, she's got life without. And uh, she, she called, got on the internet and was meeting a guy on the internet and got into a motel room and her boyfriend killed him and they give her life without. And they, they were sentencing her. She couldn't quit sneezing. Are you are you making this up? Are you are you saying the girl that had the uncontrollable sneezing thing that she has gotten yeah. put, she's going to be put in jail because her and her boyfriend set somebody up and killed him? Yep, they steal his car. They steal his car. Sneezing. Now, has that the same girl we had? You know what she got? Of? Life without. Could, yeah. could could it be? Could it be a different sneezing girl? No, it's the same sneezing girl. She still. Because I just heard y'all's uh, on, can't uh, be sneezing all these years. on a tuning app where y'all had updated, you know, where you, and it was y'all was doing her, and uh, I heard her. It was the same girl because huh. they said she had a rare disease yeah. of sneezing uncontrollably. Hmm. Twelve thousand times. She wasn't doing it until they sentenced her, and then she started went crazy with it. Can't be same. Oh, when she okay. gets nervous, I guess. Well, I tell you, with the COVID, with the COVID people. scare, ain't nobody going to be on the same no. block with her. Not and, with machine guns. If maybe. you have anything no, that no. is triggered by being uncomfortable or nervous, being sentenced to life in prison would do it. You're talking about yeah. live without. Live without. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> I'm not going to bother to do the word parole. No, yeah. I'm throwing live without. <laughs> you know that. Hey, you, you hear what Larry Wing up? Life without. It sounds worse, but It does sound worse. So we're looking to see. Well, I mean, I don't know why he, he would make this story up. He just no, we, we're just not aware of it. Just, we can't find anything on it. Yeah, it's not so. out there. Helmsley says he doesn't see a story on that. That might have been something around. We'll find that it. That might have been something at the loading dock somebody threw up. Yeah. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. is dead. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two 
sexiest fat men alive. 21 minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG. We've, uh... I think oh, my boy. I think my theory of time travel makes more sense. <laughs> I think I'm starting to believe you. Because you remember, yeah, I think Bubba's right. always dabbled in, in time travel. Yeah. He was watching right. basketball when they lowered the goal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> he, he remembers when the goal was eight foot. Yeah, um, he saw Johnny Majors play live. Yes, uh-huh. and yes. undoubtedly he tried his first Dr Pepper in, in 1885. <laughs> Becoming America's <laughs> oldest soft drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you find it? And, uh, and, and, let me let me clarify. And it, and it took it from eighteen eighty five to come all the way from Waco, Texas, to Jacksonville, nineteen seventy two. I remember. I remember when it's the kids. Process, I remember man. when the kids in the neighborhood all got loaded up to go try a Dr Pepper because we'd never had one. Never we tried everything it. at one point for the first time. I, I mean, but it yep. was a big deal. It, it sounded it like it, it sounded like that you remember when when, when Dr Pepper product. when it was a new product when it first came out. I think maybe when it came out in our area, Bubba. I, because I, I think Dr. Pepper, I, if it came around in 1885, <laughs> it was in Jacksonville well, before you were born. Somebody may not have been bottling it there. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I remember the day the Goo Goo Cluster came out. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of remember I, there was something they were talking about peanut butter or something, and, uh, and, and it was George Washington Carver came up with it. Somebody put it on. I remember people first. Are, hey, people are sending in pictures of when Thomas Edison did the light bulb, and they see Bubba in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've time traveled. I'm I telling think you, you have, don't, I don't, really don't, don't overlook that. I, I think that's possible. Di- a deal with yourself. What were you? Thirty? You're going to come 40? back? Or forty? Forty? I think you. Which one was it? Thirty or forty? I'm not commenting. You're right. I, I Chilling really effect. <laughs> well, this no. is why you don't have more funny things from the vaults, baby. <laughs> Chilling <laughs> me. Mm-hmm. But you got me. That's a good one. Yeah. It is. But I, I, look, let me tell you this: you actually have created a funny bit. Yeah. Good <laughs> job. Good job. Good job, buddy. Well, let's enjoy it. Then. <laughs> Rick, it was 1887. <laughs> Took it a minute to get to Alabama, <laughs> especially North Alabama. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Do you so. f- do you find the claim? I, and again, <laughs> we all loaded, we I all loaded it, up and went and tried. To, you may I, have tried it for I, the first time. I no find doubt. it a little strange that it was around before Coca Cola. Right. You talking I, about America? I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have guessed that, but I will say yeah. this: you act like it. Uh, here's what I'm compared to. You acted like when they came out that time with uh, like vanilla Coke. Right. Have you tried vanilla Coke? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. A special flavor. Or remember we had cherry Coke yeah. made a comeback. Oh, yeah. I hated it. it tasted yeah. terrible. Yep. Uh-huh. That was a threat to get a root beer. It was beer. a nice change up, but, <laughs> but not the main mainstay. Mm-hmm. I, was, I remember when they invented root beer. <laughs> <laughs> remember that crazy day? Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, maybe if you just said, I remember the first time I tried Dr. Right. Pepper, yeah. that would have been a mainstay. Right. Yeah. yeah, that was it. I remember the first time I tried Dr. <laughs> I was excited about it. Not that it was new to our area, but I tried it for the first time. Yeah. Well, let me say, I was a stupid little kid, so, uh, you know, it seemed like it was new to our area at the time. <laughs> 1885. Waco, Texas. Not another country. <laughs> Well, look, we don't know. Those trucks may not have got up to County. It's 1972. We don't know that. Might not. Might not. <laughs> and, of course, I remember when we first saw the first man fly. Yeah. The, the, you remember them crazy brothers? Were they right brothers? Yeah, they were some kitty hawk something. <laughs> they were tossing a coin, I remember. <laughs> they came down to the ball. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just look up some stuff for the next segment. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba and I got in the back of the truck, went to see the junction, boys. <laughs> <laughs> about how they do it. 
That's so good. Boy, when Babe Ruth called his shot. Okay, guys, on the way to see Babe Ruth, uh, the day he called his shot, picked up Dr. Pepper. It was new. Uh, the, uh, it's a new product right here. I'm yeah, telling you, I, th- I don't. Th- I think. Bob, you- I think Rick's on the side. I don't I think. Do I don't think you're mistaken. I think you time travel. I, I, I do. I've always thought that. Agreed. I've always thought you were a time traveler. I did. Yeah. To, to Dustin, Rick, and can I say it was the uh, hiccup girl that was uh, found guilty, not the sneeze. Not the sneeze. Girl. Okay. We're getting, we're getting okay. closure. On okay. That. All right. So we were we were somewhat right close. with the call, right? But it was the girl that hiccuped all the time. That now has been charged with, or maybe the, it was yeah, just a mar- girl that has a hiccup problem. Could I don't be, know, could like, be the, right, the right. one. There may girl. be more than one. You're right. Uh, of now the caller was convinced it was the one we had. Yeah. Well, and you know what? Maybe it was. <laughs> uh, Keith and Gadsden, Z93. Keith, go ahead. Yes, uh, guys. This is uh, kind of an offense for Bubba this morning. Yes. Uh, on the uh, travel, when uh, I was a kid, I went to a powwow at Nakula Falls in Gadsden. You guys are familiar with that? Yes. yes. Cherokees up there and. And I heard from my family that, you know, knock, they were there for Nakalula jumping off the falls. Correct. And that's what I heard as a kid. Well, I get back to school, and we're talking about Alabama history, and uh, I raised my hand. I was there. I was there. And the teacher, no, you were not there when this happened. And I insisted. I kept insisting. Uh, I got sent to the principal's office and uh, got called home to my mom about me lying in school about yeah. being back in time with the Syracuse when Nakalula jumped off. <laughs> oh, I see. Paul. So you yeah. claim you so were I'm, I'm, I'm very similar to Bubba. I've been there. Yeah. There. Been there, real. done that. Well, mm-hmm. I, look, I remember the day that Bubba corrected us that they actually had venison at the first Thanksgiving dinner, not, not, not turkey. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> He said, I remember being surprised by that. I remember. <laughs> hey, who would have thought? The, the, hat, the pilgrim hat I had was a little tight. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dustin and Parrish. Dustin, go ahead. Hey, I was just wondering if you guys had ever tried the 355-milliliter Coca-Cola in a glass bottle. It's just like the original Coke. Say it again. 300 what? The- 355-milliliter Mexican Coca-Cola imported from Mexico. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now we have. Yeah. Now we have. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. real yeah. sugar. Yeah, that's the way it needs to be. When we start doing the fake sugar, we mess Coca-Cola all up. Sure. It needs oh, to be yeah. It needs to be flappy. real sugar, and it needs to be in a glass bottle. Yeah. If you ain't flappy, you ain't happy. Mm. Okay. What do you say? Sure. Not really familiar with that <laughs> saying. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, we'll write that down. Greg in Columbus. Greg, go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, the seeds that are coming from China, uh, don't try to be sharp and just, like, plant them in a single pot, thinking you can get away with something by, by singling them out. Because my mother-in-law got some a couple of weeks ago, and she said this morning that that plant was trying to strangle her cat. No okay. cat. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> of course, I thought they were going to do bad things. Uh, the um, <laughs> okay. And Brandon, go ahead. Hey, um, I've been to the Space and Rocket um, Center when I was in high school. I loved it. How you guys ever thought about doing a fundraiser show live from that location? Yeah, I heard Greg talking to you. I think in the in the break when I when he was screening calls, we've done a show or two maybe yeah. from the U.S. Space and Rocket Center. I know we've done one. We may have done more than one. Yeah, Bub and I then of course recorded one. I remember that we went yeah, through Space Camp. Yeah, went through camp. So yeah, we have uh, we we've done some broadcasts from there before, yeah. and um, you know hopefully. Can you give us an 
this is going to be a turnaround for them right now. I hope. Now, Bubba went right when Apollo 11, remember when it came back? He went through camp then. <laughs> right. In 1969. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going to move on. <laughs> bottom of the hour. The bad's going, Bubba. It's almost over. Let me tell you something. If he can find when Dr. Pepper was stocked in Jacksonville, <laughs> He's looking at Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Here we go, 35 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Allform.com slash Bubba. Now part of the Rick and Bubba advertising family. And it's a great, great product. We've already got uh, something we've ordered from Allform that arrived down at the farm. We've got the, got it like we like it. And we're talking about high quality Handmade in America, armchairs, sofas, sectionals, love seats. They're premium products at affordable prices, and they ship directly to your door. They're they're easy when you get them to to put them together. You can set them up with any kind of fabric you want. Speedy can help you with that. Colors, uh, what type of legs you may want on the you know your your chair or sofa or sectional or love seat, uh, and they'll put it together exactly the way you want it. Uh, we we went leather with ours, you know, for Camp Pass, which we like. Uh, they also come with a forever warranty. I, did you hear that? I just said forever. Uh, whether you choose, your, choose yours in, you know, whatever. It matter if it's, all of them are durable fabrics. It doesn't have to be the leather, which we have. They have the spill, stain, and scratch resistance, which you got to have. They're pet friendly, and they're extremely comfortable. And uh, it's a lot higher quality furniture than you would expect. You'd, you'd normally want to see this in a high-end store, but now they're shipping it to your door at a much more affordable price because you're going to buy direct. Handmade, uh, the quality that you look for, all made in America here. They offer you a 100-day trial. Delivery is free, and they have finance options as well. If something happens and you don't like it inside the 100-day window, uh, they'll take it back from you at no charge to you. Allform.com slash Bubba saves you 20% off anything that you buy. That's Allform, A-L-L-F-O-R-M.com slash Bubba. Also link at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. Uh, Sad note here. You don't want to be the first when, uh, you know, a lot of times say, I want to be the first. You don't want to be the first person to ever be killed by a great white shark. You don't want to be that uh, in Maine. This is a t- I don't want to be the second or third. No, you don't want to. This is not, this is, you just, you know, you hate stories like this. Here's a fashion executive. Uh, you've seen this story maybe out there already, killed by a shark in Maine. Uh, she had made enough money to retire at 63. Uh, was enjoying life, spending time with her daughter and family, and you go from giggling and cutting up in the water, according to the witnesses, to screaming for your life as a great white takes you out. Mm. Wow. Uh, and the people who have all been eyewitnesses to this, it just sounds like a very yeah terrible scene. To yeah, it. she was swimming with her daughter, Rick, and mm. they were laughing and, and cutting up and everything right before she started screaming. Good mm. night. And and you, you think about two, two good Samaritans on kayaks helped her get to shore, but she died shortly after. Sadly, and you you see the the quote from those two guys you just mentioned, Bubba. Um, we we got to her. We saw what was in the water. We saw her condition, which is a way to say we knew she was in bad shape. Great watch, y'all. They don't play no games. Then and they said this has never happened there where she was. Right, so, you, you said in the break, and it was so true. Something about animal attacks, that's bad, but in the water. Well, uh, ooh, things, I don't uh, like being attacked in the water. None, uh-uh. none of us like this. None, none of us like it. Okay, none, none of us like it. 
Um, but if I'm Greg and I were talking about this in the kitchen, that's what we start talking about in here. Yeah, yeah. You know, I have a morbid fear of going out via animal, and it, it's just not the way I want to go. I guess there's nobody does, but I think that's probably a rough way to go. And if I'm on land and it's me against land creature, we're both land creatures. Now, there's no question they're a much better team in the land creature conference than I am. Right. They've got more strength. They've got more teeth. They've got, and I'm in. Hey, look, I'm in trouble. They got more speed. Yeah. It's not good, but at least it's land creature versus land creature. Yeah. When I'm in the water, I'm not a water creature. Yeah, you're and, out and of your, right. your element. Now yeah. now I'm on the road, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I'm not I'm not made for water. You are. You know, you're very, oh, yeah. you're, you're very mm-hmm. good in the water. Wow, you're fast. They say these sharks can hit you going 35 miles an hour. Can you imagine? Good gracious. And uh, so uh, it's – I don't it, want a part of it. No, it's, it's not good. And, you know, somebody sent this to me the other day when I saw this, and it says this has never happened. Of course, they always do this in the story. I don't know why. I guess to help us sleep at night. We think that maybe, unfortunately, she was mistaken for a seal. Mm-hmm. Oh, she had a wet suit. Well, she had a wet that didn't make it any better. You no. Know? No, it doesn't matter. If I mean, I'm, I'm bit whether he thinks I'm a seal or, or knows I'm not. Well, and I don't know why we say this. This is some public relations firm for the shark. Yeah. Why can't we not just admit sharks eat seals? They eat other fish. <clears throat> they eat, but they also eat people. That's right. They eat dogs. They, you know, if a dog gets in the water, swim, and they'll they ta- they'll take it, it out. It, you know, how about this? On the list, when when a shark is handed a menu, they look at the menu. We're on it. Yeah. I mean, I know we don't like to think like that, but we are. They always want us to think that they didn't go after a human. They thought you were another, another yeah, animal. That they they wouldn't attack you if they knew who you were. But that's just <laughs> not true. I mean, <laughs> they see something in the water moving and they're hungry. Right. They look great. They pick up the menu. So let's see. We got seals here. Eh, I've had a few of those. They have to eat a lot too. Mm-hmm. Think. What I is mean, this? That's, well, that's what is, a lot to keep going. Now, what is this one I can eat that doesn't swim near as good? No, mm-hmm. that's a human being. How mm-hmm. they taste? They're a little gamey. Yeah. Uh, you know, huh. if, if you hit the wrong one. But so, um, but I can't imagine the trauma for this family to have to watch this happen. Good gracious. No. You know, somebody sent me, when I was talking about first, you know, because I've been talking about animals are attacking at an alarming rate and doing things that are unprecedented. Did you see the thing the other day? We never, I didn't get the story because I just scanned it because we're going on the air. I meant to bring it up. I forgot. But it was a group of either baboons some sort oh, yeah. of some sort of primate, and they had weapons. Yeah, somebody'd give it to them uh, as a joke. They had a chainsaw. Yeah, sticks and Ooh. sticks. Did they have a gun? I can't remember. Yeah, it, it's, it's like they had. They had. What start, is this Lancelot Link? I'm telling you, they, mm-hmm. they started figuring out how to use it. But they say they think some pranksters gave it to them. It's in one of these parks where yeah. they just they're everywhere. They're, they're all over somebody's and, car. Yeah. yeah, and they imagine one with a chainsaw. I, I wonder <laughs> no. if he could crank it. I'm sure he couldn't. No, but I mean, when you look up and go, well, now the primates are grabbing weapons. I know. The um, and I saw I saw a video I saw a video that I didn't know and Bubba this would have owned him and I don't know where it is who got it How, who's the person who says you ain't gonna believe what I saw today and they get footage of this and it was a baboon and he had gotten way or she had gotten way up in a tree I mean way up there and I know that that lions can climb so I ne- it was just a, it never gave me the end of the situation right. but a baboon had a tiny lion cub like you would have a stuffed animal. 
and had it up in the tree and was like petting it. No, and no. And then started like picking stuff off it. Look, that line cub just up there like, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know if I belong to this person now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I sure what to what do, do here. And, yeah, and, and, it, yeah, and it was jumping around through the trees. I don't know if you have any other – I know, see the still uh, shot. Where is the mother line at? I know, mm-hmm. and that's what I was thinking. But it's almost like it was. It kept taking the, it up higher mm-hmm. in the tree like, I think I'm going to keep it. Wow. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it, like a baboon had found it a little pet or something. <laughs> and it was, look, look, and she's, just, she's just loving on it and, and picking stuff off of it like she would a you know a, a baby of her own look at her holding it see her yeah, snuggling gracious. it and she's got a line cub y'all look at that uh how she got it uh look at that you know and and you have to you have to think now that, the cat we know it can climb a tree but can it get down without a fireman i know look look now yeah. now she's like <laughs> now she's like look she's like i don't like my spot i think i'm going somewhere else mm-hmm. and uh or she raises it grows up meets her I know it. Well, that, yeah. well, that, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, you need to Circle look, look, look at that. Yo, is that, yeah. fun? Is that it's, hilarious? It's that is like funny. it's a doll. Yeah. yeah. By like the way, I, I can't believe how quick y'all found that, but it's, Ooh. um, with me giving you no warning. Look at but, that. um, that's, uh, that's an interesting. Do, does it never show you what happened in the end? No, that's what I mean. It never gets to the end unless Adam's got something I didn't have. But what I saw never got to the end. She never, watch right there. Wow. wow. Jumping with it in her arms. Yeah. Look at her holding it. Now watch her start. Petting it, look, picking stuff <laughs> off the back of it. Wow! And the and the look, look. You hope she don't get tired of it. Do you think the cub is kind of like I? I don't really know what to think about this. Uh, yeah. Is this is this good or bad? My mom's kind of funny looking, right? <laughs> but a lion can climb, but I don't know a lion can get to that height oh, right there. Yeah, I mean, it, it'd be like any cat. You know, they get up in a tree, they never can get down. <laughs> so it's like without a fireman coming by, look, look, just, it's got to be and, making and, some noise. And the cub's looking around, so I didn't see totally weird. Isn't that strange? I'm telling you, the animal kingdom, you better keep an eye on them right now. <laughs> I keep talking about this. Baboons open. raising lions. I know. Lions mm-hmm. being raised by, by primates. Mm-hmm. Uh, primates with weapons. Shark, uh, great whites in Maine. Yeah. Mm. Where they said they've never had an attack there before, ever. Ever. Mm. Pay attention. Uh, we'll be back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We can fire up your phone calls coming in here at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Any topic that is on your mind, a question that you might want to ask, bring information to the table. The Rock the Rick and Bubba website today. If you've been to the store, some new items are there. Playing cards and Rick and Bubba puzzle for those of you at home. More Rick and Bubba next. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. We'll get to some of your phone calls if we can. We, we do have some stories out of the world of COVID and shutdown. CNN's Chris Cuomo is being pummeled after saying that Florida Governor DeSantis uh, has mishandled the pandemic. Uh, and, and when he started... All of this and asking if we can trust the data that's coming from Florida's governor when he tries to put a more positive spin on it. Uh, and uh, and then um, he also was uh, getting upset with Mike Pence for praising the governor. He said he, mis- he clearly mishandled the pandemic, but it didn't take long uh, for Chris Cuomo to be pummeled about um, – you, you, did you see what your brother did in New York? <laughs> and so wow. they're, they're all uh, – one quote says, how in the world – uh, can can you say anything about the the governor of Florida? Uh, your 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 brother got praised by the media, and he implemented the worst coronavirus policy in the world yeah. to a disastrous effect. 
So he's getting um, – it's like, hey, you, you, if you're going to go after governors, you can't overlook your own brother yeah. for the <laughs> yeah. things that he did. I heard somebody talking about they were doing some victory laugh. With, and this was a – this was a, I think a CNN or an MSNBC anchor, which surprised me, or a reporter maybe, that would be more likely, that thought that uh, Governor Cuomo of New York should not be – Getting, you know, he's playing like this victory parade. Oh yeah, and, oh, and sure. these big posters up of how they beat coronavirus and all that. And the guy's like, "I notice you're leaving out all the nursing nursing home, home yeah. deaths and and some uh, of the, how the you, help you were getting the people you sent to the nursing yeah. home. How you asked yeah. for thirty five thousand ventilators that you barely used. How you asked for us to send you a ship that you barely used. At the the, the hospital we built in a park that you barely used." Well, you got, you got to be careful with that because uh, DeSantis in Florida was they were praising him for his handling of it too at one point, mm-hmm. uh, and you just never know when the next wave is going to hit. That's right. New York went through it, but remember they were first. Right. Remember they were they first, were. and then it went everywhere else. So they'll also be probably the first ones that'll get the second wave too, whenever that comes along. If so. it does, and here's the thing, well, just tell the yeah, whole story. Don't you, be. I wouldn't yeah. be victory lapping anything until no, it's no, gone. No, just I go. Agree. We're ahead of the game right now. Thanks to everybody who helped. And yeah. when you did it, tell the things you did good, things we wish we hadn't right. done. Looking back on this, and, yeah, you still look at the deaths there. What twenty two thousand, almost twenty three thousand in New York City alone. Yeah, that's still a giant number compared to the rest of the country. Uh, Florida gym owner has now been arrested because he has not he did not enforce the mask mandate. Yep. Guys, yep. I'm I'm very confused. Saw that one coming. I'm very confused on the gyms because yeah. I, I heard doctors clearly say, Yes, wear the mask to try to cut down on passing of COVID nineteen, but do not wear them while exerting yourself. That is dangerous to you. Yeah. I've heard this over and over again and now we're gonna make people go work out and exert themselves with mask on look what, what where, is that where's weird the, mask that people where's were the science on that working out yeah in. before all this and and some people use it what is that what but you know help? why this is the key uh, they say it won't this is the key you know why that mask was put on by people to make it harder for them to breathe so they would get in better shape that's that exactly that it and it restricts your breathing to try mm-hmm. to get you to get you know have have better air better wind well, that's fine if you're 100% healthy and you're in a workout trying to increase your endurance, but it's stressing your lungs yeah, and stressing your body. Regular. You know, just like running. It's, it's trying to get you the most out of running that you would normally get by running less distance mm-hmm. to stress your body quicker. Well, you don't want that if you're like some good and like me that's trying to do a little bit better. And you throw on something that's going to restrict your breathing while you're while you're working out. Running no, with a mask. On. Where we try yeah, if to you restrict a... it, your body will compensate and right. try to grow more yeah. red blood cells to get more oxygen. I mean, that's part of the training process. But, but you don't want that. It's on... totally different yeah. if you're an older person, right. yeah. and you and you're yeah. just a casual workout person, and you can't you restrict your airflow. Yeah, there's so. no way uh, where we try to go do a little bit better. They're going to implement that Saturday, and wow. so yesterday we tried. You can't do that. And and Hobie tried to put one on <laughs> after we ran. We went outside to run because there was no way you can run with a mask. No, on. there's no you're way. You're not supposed to. I don't. I'm not, I think it's dangerous. Yeah. And and so halfway through the workout, he was like, "Man, I can't breathe. This is awful." You know. I mean, <laughs> I, and I don't know how that's going to work. I don't either. Well, and I don't know. I mean, show me the science behind it. What what decision? Who made the decision? It, and how did you come maybe, to that? Maybe decision? if you're going to do just some low impact something that doesn't get you. No. But still, even any well, kind of. Well, here's what the gym owner in Florida said. Time. He said exactly what we're talking about. He's getting arrested. And he said, "Look." I don't know what we're doing. That's what he says. He said, if this whole thing is about health, yeah, then we're getting in some really murky water here. I don't see how I can make my patrons wear a mask while they're on a treadmill or while they're exercising. 
I'm really concerned about someone having negative, getting dizzy, fainting sure. with, a mask, with a mask on, on the treadmill. I love the, his line. hitting her head on something. His, yeah. line says, then what? his line says, if this is about health, we're headed in the wrong direction. This is extremely unhealthy. Yeah. Mm. So he's, huh? he's, and don't, don't, don't miss that you know, the, the overreaching government has arrested him. Uh, arrested. Yep, arrested That's him. something else. Portland, you'll love this. we got it, people burning cities down. We're arresting the gym owner. Oh, wait for this one, Gregory. Wait for this one, Greg, yeah, Gregory. It's better. Portland says they will fine the feds $500 every 15 minutes that a fence stands outside the courthouse. In other words, they built a, yeah. another fence outside, right. further out, right? another security zone. You want to know why First they did that? They get that? Because that they kept number. trying to burn it down. Yeah, they kept yeah. hitting, the, getting into the doors of the courthouse and, and throwing stuff in there to set fire to it. But Look, they're going, mm. this thing with these, these cities, and like we said earlier, Detroit said the reason why we're not in this situation is we don't ever – Give ground. Yeah, they never gave in from day one. Guys, I don't. Yeah, their police chief, pretty sharp guy. Somebody help me with the mindset of the Constitution affords someone the right to peacefully protest, even in COVID nineteen. We've already said that peacefully, peacefully. Protest. What's so difficult to understand that if you are the mayor, then you have you've been given law enforcement of, of whatever is available to you to make sure that people don't get outside of what we all have the freedom to do. We don't have the freedom to burn buildings, to break into shops, to loot, to attack law enforcement. We do not have the right to do that. So as long as you are not uh, doing anything other than what the Constitution affords you, you would be left alone. Yep. What's wrong with saying anything outside of that we will not tolerate, a la Detroit? And what what's the high ground here that you want your city to burn businesses to leave and people to be unnecessarily hurt somebody help me with that mindset I don't know that. and how dare how dare the federal government come here and defend federal property from being uh, destroyed and it's, so they they set up that fence as you guys said in portland's completely and, in portland instead of saying thank you for helping restore order to our city <laughs> they're saying we're not only we don't want you here we're going to find you 500 dollars every 15 minutes for the fence well good luck <laughs> good luck cashing that check yeah uh the, <laughs> right every See, 15 minutes Seattle mayor says the U.S. agents have left Seattle uh, after they were sent there to protect federal buildings, I guess because when they protected them, people finally decided they stopped messing with them. So yeah, Rick, it's kind of like the Detroit thing. They established early, it ain't going to happen. So guess what? People quit trying. Uh, you know, how Once you want- they see it can happen now, here we hey, all come. Yeah. Look, I don't yep. want the federal government in my town, but you know how I can get them out of there is I can, I can help solve the problem that keeps bringing them here. Exactly. Uh, Sweden, remember the lockdown free Sweden, uh, they are seeing a very positive downward trend in cases. Uh, the country's coronavirus expert reveals he, um, uh, dismisses wearing masks on public transport because he said, really it's pointless. Uh, he said, uh, that they, they went with lockdown free. Uh, they kind of had the herd mentality and in, in the opinion of the folks uh, that are, uh, working for the, the health department in Sweden, they claim that their lockdown-free Sweden has had a very positive downward trend in cases, and that it worked. Now, this is what we. Even when it's something that I may want to hear, I'm still not going to hold myself to a different standard than I do other people. These comparisons to small countries versus big countries—they really are not apples and apples. They're not. No. You know, when we start saying, "Hey, hey, hey, hey they got national health care." The what, scale. What, what, what the with, scale doesn't work. What no. with 37 million people, we got 330 million. Right. So, you know, it certainly the same thing with this. But I will say sometimes you look at that Sweden Norway thing and it does make you tilt your head a little bit. It's almost like you have two twins 
and one did one thing, one did the other, and they both basically have basically the same the same result. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem that one way did much different than the other way. No. So I don't know. Yeah, uh, you know we we, we it's may an interesting never. experiment. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We may never know because I, agendas and politics have gotten involved, oh. and we'll never really know the the true science of it all. I don't think. Yeah. Do you? Oh, maybe eventually, because, you know, we're trying to follow the science. We can't get there. Yeah. Top of the hour. (laughs) You leave us. Have a great day. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.